Hey, this is David Reed Watson. And Kat Critta. And we're right here on Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk. Join us every week for some great music. And some inspiring conversations. Yes, we look forward to entertaining you. Find us on Facebook at Rock the Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Rock the Talk. This is our lockdown series. Uh, We've got a brilliant conversation today with our friend Mike Frank from Mad Mike's Fun House. We will get that show underway here shortly, but first we're going to play some music and get right back to you.
Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk, right here with David Reed Watson and... Cat Critta. You just heard from Bob Mould from his album Workbook. The song is called Poison Years. Before that, it was a band called Weed Pecker with the song Embrace. And we started it off from the album The Hunter, a band called Mastodon, and the song Dry Bone Valley. Right now, we are going to get back in and talk to our friend Mike Frank from the band... Mad Mike's Fun House. Yes. He didn't even remember... No, no, no. I, oh, I, is that no, your job? I, tr- yes. yeah, okay, I try to. I didn't know. When I give her the eye and the wink, it, it's <laughs> like, your turn, like, hon. Well, your turn. Like when you're a musician, you know, a singer, and you forget the lyrics, you point to the crowd for it with oh, your mic. Can I tell you a story about that? No. <laughs> Jeez. Are we recording this time? <laughs> this time. So, folks out there, this is our third time around. We, we, The first time, the computer crashed. The second time, I didn't hit record. And this time, we actually got it, and we lost a lot of great material. But fortunately, Mike is such an amazing, uh-huh. charismatic character uh-huh. that it won't matter. Well, we we get charged by the hour, so it's no big deal to me. <laughs> That's right. He gets, he gets paid by pizza that he didn't ask for. Maybe I'm the one cutting out the sound on that <laughs> better remote control here Beep, boop. <laughs> well, we've got the camera lens off now and it's recording it, it is it is it's yes. uh Look, you can i can see, see it you see it by the squiggly lines hey why don't we yeah. ask the crowd no do you have response do they send response to this you know over yeah yeah, yeah. can they respond as you're going or do they afterwards the show is I, over after the show's so, over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to know if they'd like to see a visual of, of your show. I, you, I now, you, you mentioned you that. that. You mentioned yeah. that while you're eating the pizza that you didn't want. Oh, what happened? We good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Sorry about that. I know. He's, he's paranoid now. Now I'm watching the clock. He's like, oh, shit. If we go down one more time, I'm out. Yeah. The, well, David was nice enough. He says, well, what do you want on your pizza, Mad Mike? And I said, well, pepperoni, sausage, green peppers, onions. I don't like mushrooms or olives. So what happens you when said I... said onions are okay, though. Onions are okay, yes. So <laughs> what does cat do? So I get here, and what's in the pizza? Pineapple and something else. Did and you get I onions? No. Yeah, I got I don't even know if there's any meat on the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, geez. Now I I will not take the blame for that because cat cat ordered it. It was from. Uh, can we say the name of the pizza? Of course, sure. of course. They're right. our sponsor. Very good, Papa John's. My uh, son-in-law is a big shot at Papa John's. Are you serious? He's like a higher up uh, administrator. Well, he goes from store to store to fix the stores. He's the, that guy. Okay. Yeah. I, He's a okay. good dude, good guy. Uh, um, excuse me, sir. Our, our um, what's his name? Ron Russ. Ron Russ. Uh, hey, man, our store's broken. Can you come over? <laughs> sure, I'll be over in ten minutes. He does. He's good. That's Top good guy, dude. Good, good quality. My daughter married a, a real nice fella. Yeah. yeah. So we. You know, in our last segment, <laughs> it wasn't recorded at all. We talked about your band. Yeah. Now, um, Mad Mike's Funhouse. Play. I we played. I got to go up there and sing on Thursday, mm-hmm. and that was your last Thursday for another month. Yeah. Unfortunately, Governor Walls has shut us down again. He had a. Uh, we usually do a thing every every week because I have to tell people to wear your masks and go check out the set list because we do the open mic there and the only way we get away with doing that is they have to bring their own instruments their own drumsticks their own microphones we right. can't share anything right. you know like you could a year ago let's say or whatever it was mm-hmm. 
Um, excuse me. I'm sorry, Papa John. Ooh. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ron, making me burp up on the radio. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we do a carnival rock and roll comedy experience. It's an extravaganza you, you've never seen before. And we start the show out by, you know, we'll go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, come right up to the stage and see what all the rage is. You know, we go on and on like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like a carnival. Barnum you come and on Bailey. And, yep. You're barking them in. Yeah. And then we have the death-defying high dive. Oh, yes. The old man on a stick. Uh, Earl the dancing squirrel and a band that plays hot licks. You know, and, and they do. So many surprises, you mm-hmm. won't believe your eyes is. Right? That's how we open it. <laughs> and we got the bullhorn and we got the whole thing. And then, you know, we got we do have those things. We do have Earl the dancing squirrel and the fiery yep. hopes of death. And I think it's, it's, it's a very unique idea. Yeah. I've never seen it before um maybe back in the 60s what, what was that guys there was a there was a guy back in the 60s oh, that did I don't it no tiny tim no no he 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 did that song fire oh you yeah, make yeah. me to burn a strange fact yeah i remember that guy yeah he was a strange fella yeah kind of like you sounds like rock and roll yeah. hee-haw yeah he was i i remember seeing a video of that not too long ago and it, oh really that's weird yeah that is weird it up. that's weird that you actually Saw a video oh, of something no, I that like I was that thinking stuff. of already. I like that stuff. You know, I wanted to do something that I thought no one would have ever seen, uh-huh. and I wanted to use my comedy because I'm a kind of a I'm a comedian. I write skits and been mm-hmm. doing that since I was ten, eleven years old. So honestly, tell actually tell tell the audience that because um, you and I share something in in effect. Uh-huh. We both went community access. Television. Community television. Oh, I didn't Is know that, you did that. I, I did. Uh, Amiga, right? Or did you use the Amiga? Uh, no, mine was, uh, it was everyone, it was ETV, everyone's television channel, or ETC. Okay. And it was a whole studio. I mean, they had it, a real studio station right in Fridley. Mm-hmm. And you could go down and rent the camera to take out, which that camera was huge. You'd carry that big VCR box. That's mm-hmm. what it was attached to the camera. Yeah. And there was 50 pounds of equipment that 11 and 10 year old, 12 year old kids carrying around. Yeah. And they would allow us to actually check that out. But we made a comedy show called the Frank and St. John show. He's a guy that actually is in Vegas. You said you knew the band, uh, yellow brick road, yellow brick road. Yeah. And my uh, friend drew Hart is a singer. Okay. Yeah. Yellow yeah. Brick road. Great band. Love them. Mm-hmm. Classic rock. Uh, but yeah, real, real good. And you, I don't know if they're, I don't know how Vegas is. Are they still playing or are they there. shut out again or what's the deal? I had a band there when I lived there. Um, I passed the torch to a new singer. Um, I had a Skinner tribute, which ended up becoming just Southern, a Southern rock thing called Sweet Home Alabama. Okay. And they just played, there's a thing there in Las Vegas right now. It's called avvegas.com. So a lot of these bands are going and doing these. Yeah, yeah. Things with the screen, the, the splash video, screen shit. behind, and yeah. So they're doing a video watch on TV. Yeah, there's a you know there's a big lawsuit going on in Las Vegas right now because none of us, none of us are, none of the artists out there got any kind of money at all. Right. Um, we couldn't even get through to unemployment. I've got friends there that have been calling for months, literally just sitting on the phone, just like, okay, I'm going to starve to death. You know, uh, what do I do? Yeah. Um, you know, you, a lot of people are turning to Uber Eats, 
and all that. A lot of people I know, musicians and whatnot. Yeah. And they're doing okay. Yeah. It's kind of, it's interesting. Now I have maybe, well, you didn't know this. I have a fast food delivery business. I didn't know that. I started in 2010 and uh, I was working at uh, Domino's Pizza. This is, see, I'm a, also a stucco contractor, so I do a lot of stuff. Right. I've been doing I was that like, for stucco pizza, years. stucco, yeah. stucco so, delivery. But once the market crashed in 2008, the housing market, well, right. there wasn't nobody doing any stucco work. Right. I mean, it, every, the whole economy shut down during right. that time. So the first couple of years, you know, because I'm a, we're seasonal in Minnesota. We work all summer and in the fall and whatnot. Once the snow hits, that's it. Right. So I started up, you know, we were playing poker with my buddies and I said, we, you know, play every week. Gosh, I sure, why can't Burger King deliver or White Castle or something? I'm sick of pizza every week that we'd order pizza. Uh-huh. So in my mind, I thought, yeah, I should start a business. Well, that's what I do. I think out of the box, like I was telling you earlier. And I said, why not try starting that business? I mean, they already do it in New York. They deliver food from everywhere, you know. And Mike in the like box. That. Yeah. So I called it the fast food delivery guy. Okay. Right. Well, I was on cable TV, access on the news in the newspaper. Oh, this is the first guy in our area, blah, blah, blah. And it was big for the first year or two. Yeah. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, you had uh, a bite squad. And then another oh, one, and another yeah. one, and another one. And now there's like six or seven actual businesses that deliver food. And I didn't start an app because I'm not an app guy. I'm a personal answer the phone. What do you need? We'll go get it, and then you pay me when we get to your house. Right. That's how I run it. Old school. Yeah. Like so that. you can't, there's no app in this. And you know, in this day and age, you got to have an app. You got to mm-hmm. have something. People don't even want to talk to you anymore. Just drop mm-hmm. it at my door now. It's gotten so bad. It's sad with this COVID. It's, it's absolutely destroyed the fabric, the moral fabric of seeing you, seeing a face, seeing a smile, uh, seeing a, a loved one in a right. nursing home. That's what really gets me. That. Yeah. hurts my heart it's it's imperative you know what you, what uh, um cat cat's daughter uses the phone a lot but she facetimes with her yeah. which i actually like because it's it's, nice. it's it's like oh she wants that you need that personal interaction you need, need to see someone's eyes right. you, have to, you have to see their mouth move yeah it's too bad we can't maybe get elders or seniors a phone and teach them how to do that because they have a hard time you know, I know my dad, he's 78. And he gets a new Technology. phone and you got to train him the whole everything, you know. It's What's challenging. This? Hello. Yeah. So I've got I got this phone and it actually plugs into your phone. Uh-huh. So it's a old school phone handle oh, yeah, yeah. that plugs in your phone. And we gave it to her dad and, 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 and his well, wife. I'm talking about the FaceTiming, though. For elderly people, the FaceTime. Oh, the FaceTime. Yeah, in, okay. in, in the in the nursing home because they can't even they gotta look through no. the glass. Yeah, that's that's what happened to my dad. And they gave a little bit of leeway at the end of the fall. Oh yeah, come on, you can go visit them now. And they knew winter's coming, but you have to visit them outside. Well, now they're not yeah. gonna be able to visit them again. Uh, and here they're beholden to the system. They can't. Uh, if you take that elderly person out, you're not gonna get the money and the funds to care for them that's a, that you know that's funny that you say that because cat and i were like let's just break your dad yeah. out of jail there because we thought he would a, deteriorate we're like you don't leave someone and make them quarantine in their room for 24 hours a day and think that they're going to recoup in a no. transitional care yeah. they need 
they need Needs. a different trajectory. They you know, that was just like, ones. I was like, boy, that's not going to go well for very long. Right. I mean, anytime there's been, uh, I remember when my Aunt Mary, um, probably 10 years, she was 99 years old. She was in a nursing home. But it was like every day, like the grandkids would go and visit exactly. her and everyone would it visit her every day. Keep some, uh, yeah. have a purpose instead of laying in bed because that's what they're pretty much stuck to, many. Right. They can't do much. You know, and that's why it's important for the family and people to go to see them. Now, why can't they have... Okay, so masks work, right, guys? Oh, masks work. No, they don't. No, no, no. Well, I I feel it. I don't know about your guys' exact point of view. You can chime in, I'm sure. Uh, Well, you should just look at Cat's mask and you'll know. Because I'm the cat mask. (laughs) No. No, uh, um, but why can't you wear... Well, why can't you do this? Why can't we wear a hazmat suit to go see our granny? I mean, that's the best you can have, right? Right. You're not going to press any germs, and they're not going to give you any. Well, I love my grandma. <laughs> How many people do you think would do it, though, that love their parents? Do you think I'd do if it. they said, hey, we'll let you in, but you got to wear a hazmat, would you do it? Yeah, I would. I would. Of yeah, course. absolutely. I think we'd have to. Oh, yeah. It's it's the morally right thing to do. It sucks to do, but right. to see them, hug them, and touch them, even though it'd be a weird. But they don't even allow anything. They don't allow know. anything. So how do we know what's going even on in those places? Right. And let's face it. I, God bless the nursing home workers that are, that are good, right. but we all know that they have a bad reputation. Right. I've been in the nursing home with my grandma there, with my father-in-law there recently. He passed away last year, thank, almost to say thank God before all the shutdown, because she would take her mother up every single day. Sally and my wife would take mom up right. to the nursing home, and mom would stay there all day long. Every single day he was in there, which was almost two years. Wow. So, And that's a lot of burden every mm-hmm. single day. Right. Imagine, imagine what it would have been like without and now, that. And now suddenly... If she wouldn't have been able to go see him suddenly, just know you're not seeing him. Yeah, read Cat's mask there. Unbelievable. I think I think you'll get a kick out of this. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. My other one says um, this cough isn't uh, this cough isn't from COVID. It's from smoking weed. And what does that mask say? Because we're not. This, this one. My other mask says, "Born to be free, forced to wear this bullshit." It is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Now, let's talk. Let's talk to me. Let's talk. And that, it, let's I, get real. We're getting... I'm, I'm repeating myself here. I know. And, um, I know. And my fault for it repeating is. myself. David's forced us to do this three times three now. Times. He owes us a microphone story. Three times. A microphone story. You're talking about the mic. Audience. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Forgetting lyrics. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a king. Oh, I do lyrics. too. I, and you I, know what's great is is I with that Mad Mike character, and I forget lyrics, yeah. especially on the open mic. I've got such a goofy character that I can get away with it. Yeah, and yeah. tell everyone I usually use this line. Well, what did you pay to get in here? Right, I don't right. Paid anything to get in? Ah, shut up. I'm just I'm I, like a Don Rickles out there. I'm just a showman, so I. I, I uh, I had uh, I remember this distinctly because I having the Skinner band. Um, I forgot the words to Sweet Home Alabama, <laughs> like at the very beginning. And I I walked around to the band and I was like, what are the fucking lyrics? And I go, I don't know. I'm a guitar player. 
I don't know. I'm a bass player. Fuck you. Really? You forgot? You know, it's like, come on, help me out. So I stopped the audience. We were playing at Vamped in, in Las Vegas. And, and um, I stopped the audience. I, I go, okay, I'm not singing until the whole crowd comes up. At the time, I'm motioning to a friend of mine to come up to the front of the stage so I could whisper in her ear, what the fuck are the beginning lyrics? And she goes, Big wheels keep on turning? Yeah. I'm like, no, God, no. Are you kidding me? And then that was it. And then you knew that was it. And then I, I the rest of the song came out. No Same problem. Yeah, I have sometimes I'll have. The other night, I we opened with Ace of Spades. I've yeah. done the song a million times. We opened our show. Right. I forgot the second verse. Yeah. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Well, most didn't. usually musicians notice that all the time. You know musicians. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. And they're actually the biggest critics of themselves and other musicians. Oh, God. I, I do a joke every yeah. once in a while. I'll say, oh, I see a lot of critics. I mean, musicians in the audience tonight. Isn't that, you know, I, I played in a metal band. And I toured with a metal band for a while. And and you always knew the musicians. Oh, yeah. Arms folded, standing up front. They want to be like, up, up yeah, there with yeah. you, too. They're like, yeah, I could do better than yeah, that. Yeah, well, I'm up here and you're down there. Exactly. remember that. Yeah, bring me on stage, motherfucker. I'll, yeah. I'll blow your doors off. Actually, I like bringing the best up on stage at my shows. Yeah. I want the best, the baddest, you know? Because mm-hmm. you have just novice musicians at the open mic. This is Mad Mike's open mic every Thursday. Well, right now it's shut down, though, right. for a month. For a month. Probably longer. Like six weeks, they said, right? Is that right? Four weeks. But Four weeks, okay. think about it. They're going to drag this into New Year's. You know they are, because New Year's right. would be the biggest day of the year for any band. Right. That's the big payday, right? New Year's, what else? Uh, <clears throat> um, Halloween, New Year's, right? and one other date that's good. I, um, My friend, I, I was going to, I've got a buddy of mine that I'm going to have on the show. His name is Tony Castriata, and he's worked with a lot of rock stars in Los Angeles. And, and Tony's like 23 years sober. Um a lot of the older musicians, alcoholics, drug addicts, whatnot, mm-hmm. they couldn't go to their AA meetings for a long time. They couldn't go to the NA meetings That's for a, a huge, long time. Another issue with this COVID. Yeah, and my, you know, that touches me too because my uncle was an alcoholic and he passed away a couple years ago. But when they came to his funeral, the alcoholic people, because mm-hmm. they all came. There was so many beautiful stories about how my uncle helped people. I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. like shocked. And I thought, wow, that AA meeting really helps people. And these people were sober. Some right. of them, because Perry, the first day, one lady's story was, I came in. I was the only woman that walked in the room. There was a bunch of guys and they were all, you know, doing, talking, whatever. Right. She felt out of sorts, mm-hmm. not in place. So she was going to walk out the door Well, my uncle got up. Went and grabbed her and said, no, come here, honey. Come here, come here, come here. Mm-hmm. Grabbed her by the shoulder said, don't worry about it. And, and then he pulled her over and said, guys, everyone, let's, you know, let's talk. Uh, let's keep it down here. There's a lady present tonight. And uh, she that, sat down and she mm-hmm. stayed for all the years, 10, 12, 13, 14 years. That's beautiful. Because of that little moment. Yeah, and sober, you know. Yeah, we don't and, we don't think about that stuff no. in the. I mean, we think about musicians being out of touch. Like I worked on the cruise lines for a while, mm-hmm. and they had an AA group on the boat where all these famous musicians would go 
and have they, they could have their time and their sure. community that they needed right so much and then for the world to say okay all right because of covid now you can't do your meetings and you have to do skype or whatever no. it's not the same no man. it's not the same it's that fellowship of everyone in the same boat yeah. and going through that struggle and that's alcohol any drugs right i mean even gambling oh Shit, god man. you know gambling is probably the worst of all yeah. You can lose everything in a matter of days as opposed to a drug addict who's passed out for mm-hmm. six hours. There's a In Las Vegas, there are a lot of homeless. Oh, yeah. Uh, a ton of homeless. A lot of them are addicts of one sort, gambling being one. Gambling, sex, drugs, oh, yeah. alcohol. It's like a cesspool there. It is. In Los Angeles, I hear. Well, all over, you've got your homeless camps, but most of them are drug addicts. Yeah. I mean, that's there's not... Now, I think with the COVID, there's going to be real hard luck stories of people that lost their house, lost their job, mm-hmm. lost this, and they really are on the down and outs. Not like you would think. They're right. actually lost. Yeah. Uh, not of even of their fault. Right. Because yeah. an overlord <clears throat> says, hey, we're going to take away... A, you're not going here. You're not going to have anyone come to your house. You're going to wear a mask, and you're mm-hmm. going to do what you're told. And we're going to fine you, because the love of money is the root of all evil. We will fine you and your family and maybe jail. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Did you hear about the governor of California? Yeah. Gavin Slum. <laughs> Slum. He, uh, <laughs> which one? Where he was at a party? Yeah, well, he, he went to a restaurant. Twelve people there, yeah, no yeah. one wearing masks. And, and yet, he said... He said it was an outdoor party. It wasn't. It was a liar. A straight, flat-out liar. And there's nothing worse than most politicians are. Mm -hmm. They come from Harvard or Yale. They're uppity. They're trained and programmed. Right. Just like the Ozzy song, uh, Crazy Train. Yes. Isn't it? If you think of the lyrics, you think, Ozzy, he's a Satan guy. But think of it. No. Do you you remember what Black Sabbath was called? Crazy, that's how it goes. Millions of people living as foes. Yeah. Maybe it's not too late to learn how to love and forget how to hate. Yeah. Do you know what Black Sabbath's band name was prior to Black Sabbath? No, I don't. It was called Earth. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they were... They named it after a movie. And that's how they got their whole song genre. They thought, what if we did scary sounding? Oh, dude, that first, the first Black Sabbath album, that the witch rain, on the front. And the rain coming down in the first song, Black Sabbath. Oh my God! Scared the fuck out of me. Oh, it was just I loved it. Your ears. I loved it. Um, as a matter of fact, we were going to do that song eventually. What is this that stands before me? Oh, that just a witch on standing in that picture. Have you ever seen the cover? Never seen it. I'm going to have to duck, duck, Greg. Duck, duck, duck it. For you people that are not in Minnesota, um, Kat, why don't you go ahead and explain? Well, so here, all over on the country, it's different. Yes. In Minnesota, it's either duck, duck, gray duck, or duck, duck, goose. For me. And I, I, it was always duck, duck, gray duck in our neighborhood. That's what ours was too. Duck, yep. duck, gray duck. Yep. So, so where did that come from? Uh, it's a game. It's a you'd game, run around, tag. everyone would sit in a circle, and you'd run around, and then you'd tag the person on the head, and then they'd have to get up and catch you, and they'd, you'd have to run around and sit in their spot. So that's that's the album cover there. For, for, right there. Is that just... 
So for the people out there that, you know, duck, duck, gray, duck it, duck, duck, go it or Google it, whatever you want to do. Um, Get rid of Google. Yeah. The first Black Sabbath album is just creepy creepy looking. That woman standing there. She's kind of green. And uh, oh, my God. She's got problems. She's got problems. I went to when I was uh, the last album, which I'll, you know, when we're done with the show, I'll play you some of it. Um, We're still in the mixing process of it. So I was over in England half of last year and I my sister came over and we went to the Black Sabbath Museum, which was awesome yeah. like this one guy is this, a sabbath freak he's just a sabbath freak and he opened up this exhibit in the museum there in birmingham birmingham where they're birmingham from with a steel yes birmingham steel and that's where judas priest are from too as well yeah, from judas priest and ringo and ringo oh ringo's from yeah, birmingham he's from birmingham <laughs> I, I think i think he's from liverpool he could be from liverpool there's a, quite a difference in in uh from Birmingham, like the accents. Well, the British can tell. I can. I yeah, they've got a. I yeah, there's like a grittier. I don't know how you would, how you would say it, but. Well, did you know this? Um, I didn't know this. Uh, Liverpool, and its sister city is Dublin, because I, I guess Dublin and Gaelic. Is is like Blackpool or Blackpool? I'm sorry. Dublin and Gaelic yeah. and Blackpool going yeah. to Liverpool. I'm going to take a turn into Dublin and somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I I I heard this one clip from John Lennon recently, and uh, the interviewers was like, um, um, "So how did you get to America?" And he goes, "You turn left." It- Iceland. (laughs) King of the one-liners. One of the good ones I've heard this year. Here's one for you. Uh, What's been uh, washed more in the year 2020? Your brains or your hands? Well, um, considering I got shit for brains, I probably need to wash it. That was supposed to be a joke. I've told it twice, though. See, I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb that I took it literally. (laughs) No, no, no. Your hands. Wait, we need a drum roll. It's fun. It's fun what we do here. David Reed Watson. I met him just this year, and I think I met you a while back. Maybe at senior round. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you're you're both from here. We're both from here, and she's a music lover. Oh, and she's a cop in Fridley, so that's where I lived. Yeah. I don't remember seeing Don't remember you in a, in a professional capacity. No, I wasn't. Yes. I, was, I wasn't a troublemaker. I would. No. I didn't deal or do any of that on the streets. <laughs> come on, you come to my house and do that. I'm not stupid. No, that's but right. Yeah, I'm just you're the, you are the higher level level dealer. The ones below you are the I ones. I don't know why busted. people even are so dumb to do that, and then they get caught and wonder what you Shut. Are you stupid? Have them come to your house. Well, they are stupid. They are people are yeah. stupid. They yeah. are stupid. People are stupid now, especially. Oh, they got to take a, a mafia approach, you know? I think... got to keep quiet. You don't brag and talk about it. You know what? I, I think, Mike, I think we are actually living the Matrix now. 
We're in biblical times, David Reed Watson. Yes. Biblical. 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 End times, biblical times. Now, some may say, it's always been the end times, Mike, and they'll scoff at me. No, it's all here, all the signs. They'll guffaw. If you look into it and you're a Christian or you are even interested or think, gosh, I wonder if any of that's real. Check it out. I'm telling you, find a good a good preacher, not this, not the new happy ones. Find a real one that's out there and knows his stuff. Or even, you know, I got to be honest. Recently, I've been I listen to like all sorts of stuff, music, right. and I listen to talk radio and mm-hmm. this types of things. But I listen to some religious channels, right? And that's uh, they say some good stuff, like uh, you know, not all, not everyone. The preachers that you're going to go go to church and see sometimes the preacher is you. Sometimes a preacher is you mm-hmm. and you go to a bar and you talk to someone and it comes up and you say, oh yeah, God help me get through this. And they might say, well, how did that? And then you explain them and you say a few things and they go, oh, I never thought of it that way. And and then all of a sudden they're a little interested. You sprinkled something on them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they walked away from it for a while because they're bitter, or angry or right. life and everything because that gets you. And nowadays, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are actually turning more to God. I think they are. Mm-hmm than did for a long time. It's almost like a revival. Yeah. People are looking and searching for answers. What's going on? Why is this happening? What is, you know, all the evil, they say, will be revealed at the end of time. Well, what's going on with Epstein? And mm-hmm. what's going on with these supposed politicians that Trump, our bull in the China shop, talks about? Yeah, you know, um, the, the Epstein mansion is for sale, but nobody's buying it. It's, that, isn't that strange? Yeah. That he... Uh, you know, there's all sorts of weird conspiracies about that thing. Yeah. Uh, but again, the I island. hear them on the internet the and I try to... Yeah, the island that's owned yeah. by Biden, apparently. Is that true? I don't know about that. I've heard... That. As cats kind of... Cats making it... But or, that's what I've heard. Uh, uh, and there's a submarine mm-hmm. company that Giselle owned. Is that true? She owns a submarine company, which mm-hmm. would travel the kids. This is what the conspiracy is now. Right. And I hope it's... I hope it's not true, and I hope it's true. So if it is true, and they can catch them and bust them and put them all where they belong, yeah. I mean, I don't want any of that to happen to any children, but it is happening. It's real. Uh, when when Cat turned me on to the this this, um, we'll, we won't call it a conspiracy. We'll just say this information from the from the news media. Um, I was appalled. I, I would I would be dumbfounded. If it was true, and I'm not saying it's true or not, it's okay. Let's talk about things that we do know. Okay, we do know that the media has been manipulated and been manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're old enough to remember Cro- uh, Walter Cronkite yes, Kite at all, but Walter during Vietnam would give the body counts. He would give factual data and just. It, it, it wasn't. Um, it was reported, and you decide exactly. The truth was reported. It was no emotion or political gain. Right now, once he left, I think a lot of things changed. I don't know, uh, but he was the voice of you know, like the moon landing and this and that. Mm-hmm. And he had a um, stature. And people now, believed him, and people believed him. Yeah. He seemed honest. Yeah. Now you don't have that. All you have is opinion TV, even Fox News. Yes. No one's reporting. CNN ain't reporting their opinion. And they sit there and they talk like 
such evil people. I can't even believe the evil is outright right in front of your face. It's crazy. Well, yeah. they're they're only exactly what you said. The, the love of money is the root of all evil. Most of these people, they don't. They're not. You know, I mean, like us right here. Let's say, let's say um, we had a following of. 10 million people but still it's oh, just don't? it's just <laughs> what am okay. i doing here all right i, I lied to you again you, do. you just can't see i him. just i lied to you He's about not the even pe- recording this just, <laughs> again you know, make a new friend. <laughs> i lied to you about the pizza now i'm lying to you about this but just say we had 10 million listeners and there's still just three of us here in this room so those people that are on the i mean you've done radio and tv and stuff like that before you're in a room alone you you're not really thinking about the impact you're really making. No, you or they don't care. Power. Yeah. Well, and, and they're beholden to money because if they go against it, then right. they're going to lose their job. They're yeah. going to get chastised. They're going to be called a nut job. Yeah. I mean, let, let, you could go back in years and years and years, decades, and find. Here's a little story. You ever watch Adam Ruins Everything? No. It's a show no. that was on. Uh, True TV, where the Practical Jokers show channel. Mm-hmm. Well, he had some good ones in the beginning there. Now he's kind of getting liberal with everything now, but right. uh, and that's fine, whatever. But uh, I just want to see the facts. That's what I'm about, not to spin it in your right thought process. And and but, now uh, people that are telling the facts, if we don't know, it's like we have to go down this rabbit hole yeah. of research. Like I'm a I'm a research fanatic. Uh, we had a family member yesterday. She's like, oh, I read in the news this, and I said, okay, what news source did you did you read this in? Oh, I read it in the local newspaper. What's the local newspaper? The New okay. York Times. I, I right? went and you know? looked it up and looked back and back and back. It's owned by this company yeah. that's own that owns like. 11 newspapers well, in Minnesota that's owned by a company, a holding house in New York City. Well, hey, there's only five owners of media right yeah. now. Yes. Disney owns a lot of them. Yeah. Walter uh, or, or uh, Murdoch. Yeah. Rupert Murdoch. And, and you only have a couple left that are that are conservative channels. You got Newsmax and OAN. I don't know who they're owned by. Mm-hmm. But every basic newspaper except the, what is it, the Washington Post? Or what's the other one? The, the one New that's... York. No, the New York Times is garbage. Yeah, the New York. So is the Washington. Yeah. But there's one that actually kind of reports the news still. Oh, I don't. I didn't know anybody. They're stole. more of a conservative. It's mm-hmm. not the Washington Post. It's the Washington Times or the Washington something. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. But they just put. They did a an article. It's the ones that the Twitter article got stopped from mm-hmm. uh, the Biden Hunter story. Here, okay, you know, Remember? and then they yeah. then they said no, we're not printing that, even though it was. Right. What 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 newspaper was that? Do you know? Um, I'm not Journal sure. I think I just something. was remember. I was watching the the hearings yeah. where they were asking um, yeah, him on recent. TV. But those are all, they're all yeah. owned. That's all a dog and pony show. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, in they're advert- actors, they're yeah. not journalists. Oh shoot! Look at Adam Schiff. He's actually a screenplay writer. Did you know that? I didn't know that. He writes plays and movies and stuff really? yeah so he's writing his own story right now what a great story uh-huh. whatever his opinion will allow okay it's just not knowing i don't know what, what kind and listen of a- listen let me make this clear mm-hmm. i don't like either party yeah. i don't like the right. democrats i don't like the republicans right. i'm more conservative in my values of my life mm-hmm. like live and let live and uh, you know work for your own stuff and let's mm-hmm. you know 
I believe in to have borders. You got to have laws. You can't just let everyone and their cousin in. I know this because I'm in construction and I've seen it firsthand mm-hmm. what it does to the industry and to the pay grade. Yeah. And it hurts them. Sure, they're making 10 bucks an hour and there's 10 guys on a roof, yeah. but they're paying the contractor who's generally, we'll just say probably a white guy, mm-hmm. and I'm not bringing race into it, but some, we'll just say a company that's one guy speaks English and the rest don't. Right. And they pay him under the table and they don't pay taxes. Right. Now, they're not troublemaking people. They just want the dream that we have. Right. But they're getting screwed too because if they get hurt on a roof, something happens, well, what are they going to do? Well, my boss, I'm going to sue him. No, you ain't. You're under the table. I don't even know you. Right? Yeah. So, it, and then it hurts the next guy that is a roofer and he he's from this country and he want, there is no roofers in this country anymore no. and there's nothing wrong that that industry there that's a hard ass job and i respect the work that they do but i also respect it if you're legal because it's like button in line and it ain't fair right it's not fair it ain't right what about the folks waiting to get in when we come back with Mike Frank, we will continue this conversation. You're listening to Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk with Cat and Dave right here on TapDetroit.com every Wednesday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. We'll be back shortly after some more music.
from the album Awake. That was Dream Theater with the song Lie. Before that, we heard my old band Kill Ritual with the song Lies from our album All Men Shall Fall. We're kind of continuing in this theme, it seems, that um, we don't trust anything anymore. And um, I wonder if we ever will. Right now, we're going to get back to our conversation with Mike Frank right here on Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk. You know, um, I got laid off in 2009 from advertising. That was pretty much my last hurrah with advertising, and I'd done it for years. And I, um, from then on, I just dedicated my life to singing, you know. But before that, it was all that. I, my paycheck has not gone up since probably 2007 in that field. Actually, it's gone down and it's because of that. You know, you can outsource to India. Right. And these people can do this work for peanuts. Exactly. And do it overnight. So yeah. that your your website's done when, when they wake up. Yeah. No, I mean, there's good and there's bad in it. Mm-hmm. But it's lost a lot of American jobs. And that's the love of money is the root of all evil. Yeah. It's Timothy 310. Uh-huh. The guy can make a billion, but he wants to make two billion. Right. Well, come on. Let's, you know, think about this. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to help in your own community? Right. Where you can see the people, where you're going to live, where you're going to eat, where you're going to hang out and yeah. do you, stuff in your family and your friends that live right. in the area? Or are you going to send it over to where they don't really, you know, care? Well, you were talking about Ross Perot earlier. Yeah. And Ross Perot had laid it out back when he was running for office that if you make a certain amount of money, that that money goes to these different... I liked... Uh, what was the what was the one guy who owned the uh, Godfather's? He just died. Herman Cain. Godfather's Pizza? Herman Cain, wasn't he the... He was like a CEO of Godfather's Pizza. Remember Herman Cain? The, he ran for president. Black guy. Hmm. That name Cain. sounds familiar. But Yeah, he was a Trump supporter. Okay. Anyways, he ran for president last time around. Mm-hmm. Herman Cain. He wanted the 999 tax program. Mm. Remember? Straight flat remember taxes that. Yeah, for yeah. everyone. Yeah. That's what I think. That way everyone's got skin in the game. Yep. You've got skin in the game, and even though you're making 10 bucks an hour, right. but so does Bob, who makes 100000 a day. Right. He's paying 10% every day. So we all got skin in the game, whether it's 10 cents $10,000. I like the idea that uh, um, I didn't vote uh, Libertarian this time, but I liked some of their ideals. I, I voted Green Party again. But the Libertarians, they were like, okay, a flat salary for everybody. This is what everybody could live on. And then if they go above that, they can, everybody, everybody should have. That's socialism. Ah, social, uh, socialism to an effect. Um, you have to make everything fair for everybody, like a ribbon. For as everybody. a as a base, as a base, as a base. Well, that's minimum. And then everybody. Wage. I mean, uh, I I don't think minimum. What is minimum wage now? Fifteen dollars or something like that. No, yeah. it's like it, you can't it's live still off like of seven it. or eight bucks for a new starter. Yeah, but they want to make it fifteen. But see, now that also ruins because businessman like me who owns a business, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pay someone 15 bucks an hour I might cut their hours now right see that's how they think because they're still trying to make the thin margins especially right. restaurant business they're not making money well that, anyway what they what they should not do in the United States is they should not say okay 15 dollars an hour 
across the country. They have to look at territorial. Okay, the cost of living in Minnesota is a lot less than it is in Los Angeles or New York, you know, or Dallas or something like that. What does it come down to once again? What is it? I said it. The love of money. The love because of money. Because if, if a fellow would pay his guys fair, for the love of money, but a guy could pay his guys fair wage, but there are jobs that just ain't gonna, it ain't worth paying. Yeah. What is it? You know, to you know, fifteen bucks to be there for two hours. Right. You could pay someone maybe twelve bucks to be there for four hours. Right. I mean, what's the difference? A couple dollars. I don't know. I I think about my first. I say real job, quote unquote. Um, when I was in high school, I worked at a pharmacy, and I was getting paid two dollars and ten cents an hour. That was a minimum wage back then, and it was I had a savings. Yeah. Um, inflation, you know. I think, you know, you can ba- make a case for. I mean, people. I got a lot that I could say. See, we no, have so many it. subjects. Yeah, say it. Say COVID it. and the real life. I know. We've all, already done this show three times. Intersected in every... Yeah, I don't remember what we talked about now. I know. <laughs> but, you know, you could make a case where everyone's not... No one's responsible anymore. It's blame, blame, blame. We've been taught to be victims and oh, we'll yeah. never make it. We need this. No, if you work hard like me, I thought out of the box. I started a business for food delivery out of an idea out of the top of my head. And I only spent about $200 in, it, in an investment. Right. Honest. Just bought some cases, ran a paper ad, right. bought a top pizza topper, put a name on it with a sticker. Mm-hmm. And it called the news organizations and said, hey, I got this new business. Yep. And it was new. No one had it. So they came out. Two newspapers, a cable news broadcast, and another thing. Right. And I was doing okay by myself. I hired one or two people, my family members, for a right. while. Until, it, you know, then I had Uber Eats. And everyone. But what I mean to say is personal responsibility. Do you need cable TV? Do you need the new cell phone every week? Do you right. need a brand new car and a payment? Do right. you need to buy brand new clothes? Or can you go to a thrift store? Right. Can you buy a clothes, kitchen utensils, everything almost at a thrift store? Yes. Can you shop at Aldi's instead of Cub or whatever mm-hmm. one? Can you use a coupon everywhere you go? Right. Do people do these things? I don't remember the last thing I bought new. You know what I mean, though? It's it's. It, yeah. But people, that's what they think in their I buy, minds. I buy everything used. Ask ask Cat. This I, I, this. What about socks and undies? You know what? He's he's from out west. We did buy him two sweatshirts. You know what? No, I, I'm the same <laughs> way. I otherwise, he'd freeze his nuts off. Oh yeah, I bet. He has, yeah, he doesn't even know what's coming yeah. yet. <laughs> um, we uh, we grew up with you know po- like we were saying earlier, powdered milk and used everything I had was used except for underwear and socks and some new school clothes when school came around. Oh, lucky you! But for us, lucky we, you. We were flea market garage sales. That's yeah. what we did, and we didn't tell everybody what we were wearing. That's the other thing. Don't tell everybody where you got your pants that are Jordashes. I mean, do they even have those anymore? But you know what I, I mean? It's I like know. you just wear them to school. You don't say, oh, I got them at a garage sale. So they make fun of you. Yeah. Just don't tell them. Goodwill, baby. Right here. Same you know thing. what? I, the, one thing about a Las Vegas that I do miss, all the thrift stores in Las Vegas are all closed from musicians. Oh, yeah. Like all nice. the shows that go on, I've gotten so many great yeah. stage clothes yeah. just from Goodwill. I'm going to my friend Frank Kohler. We did a benefit for him at the Route 47 last week. Yeah. 
and he's a big guy in the Minnesota scene. He's been in 40 years in the rock and roll industry out here. Uh-huh. But he had a fun band called The Wet Spots back in the day, and they used to do comedy shit like I do. <laughs> oh and, they, and he used to dress up in a Uncle Sam suit with sheetrock stilts. Oh, my and God. And he'd come out, and he'd sing, and, and they did all sorts of that comedy you know that boy, boyish comedy and the yeah. body humor, and they'd switch the song lyrics. You know, do all that type of thing. That's what Hairball Band was after too. They were a, more of a comedy bit at first, and then they switched oh, really? to just let's imitate people. And that's when my buddy Bobby started. Okay. And Bob Jensen, he plays the ACDC and the uh, Gene Simmons guy. We uh, we sat and had dinner with. Bob and his wife, right? Is yeah, that Chris, who that was? Chris. That was Joe Dandy. Joe Dandy. Oh, Danny. Yeah. No, yeah. Joe, okay. No, uh, Mr. Jensen is uh, an ex of uh, a friend of our mutual friend of ours, Karen. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we were and we were literally just talking about it. Okay, okay. shout out to uh, our friend uh, Karen Rayner down out in Mississippi. There, down in Mississippi. Love you, girl. We're coming. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know what I what was I saying. Oh yeah. Anyways, you, the, the, you you did this benefit for Bob yeah, Jensen. No, no. But when Bobby started Hairball, okay, they switched over. He said Chainsaw Kane, who was in uh, um, Slave Raider. That was a big Minnesota band back in the eighties. Okay, they were they had a hit on MTV and they had you know stuff like that. Okay, but uh, and they had a huge following. Still do, I'm sure. But Chain was singing the comedy. He said, "Well, I'll do the serious guy and do the best imitation I can, okay. and you do the comedy." So they'd come out and they do Prince Purple Vein, and he'd <laughs> swing around. They'd do sh- Well Hung Man. They'd swing around dildos, a ZZ Top, and they had the furry guitar and a whole bit, you know. And then uh, they switched. So once they switched, and then Chainsaw, he retired, uh-huh. and they brought in Chris Box at that point. Right. So him and Bobby took over as serious only imitators, and that's when it skyrocketed to what it is today. So oh. once they dropped the comedy, it went through the roof. So they're the biggest band in the Midwest, I would say. I didn't realize how big they were. I, I, I honestly didn't. Chris invited us to a show in Wisconsin. Yeah. And they had. A semi truck set up and oh, I, I thousands you, of people out in the they're the I, biggest. I was like, what? They made it further than anybody, probably further than even Slave Raider did. But of course, they're just an imitation band, right? They're like one of the Vegas acts, you know. You yeah, they see. they really are, and, they really and are. they've been trying to actually sneak into Vegas, like riding, a, while. Uh, rating the, a lot of my friends do rating the rock vault. So it's that's a very similar thing. Yeah, so. it's a, a lot of that imitation, you know. And they're very good at what they do, and they're great productions. So, they are. They are. Uh, they're top of the line. Them and Arch Allies, which Grace and Siri, my singer, mm-hmm. that band, that's probably the second biggest in Minnesota, I would say, up there. Okay. The top five, I'd say. For cover or tribute bands, yeah. Yeah. And they do the same thing. They do. Uh, they don't come out dressed as them, but they do mm-hmm. a block of Journey, a block of Bon Jovi, they used a block to. of Boston. They I remember to. the wigs, the yeah, sticks wigs, to. and all this. They would do really? three bands, those at that the time. Ario. Yeah. And they get were, up, you know. The whole... They still do that. but uh, You know, I, I, when I lived in Los Angeles and lived in Las Vegas, and uh, they wanted to know why Midwest and, and East Coast bands were so good. And the reason was, is because. We had nothing better to do in the winter yeah. than rehearse and, and hone our craft. Yeah, that's and, you know, out, out west, it's like you're outside all the time. Yeah. 
You know, it's like, oh, it's a beautiful day out well, all the time. Their, they had their scene for, mm-hmm. you know, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Right. West Coast, right? And then grunge yeah. came along and ruined that. Yeah. And then now I don't know what it is. Yeah, my, my buddy, uh, Pat Fontaine from XYZ, he, he hates the, hates the 90s. The 90, talk, I think talk, the 90s got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I, I know, but for him, it's STP. like it destroyed his band. Yeah, no, completely. For a lot of them, they're all they all got their hairy asses beat. But yeah. they over they overplugged the market with the hair. They did. I mean, MTV too much hair. You couldn't tell one or the other. Yeah. It's the same thing now. Like uh, I like Godsmack. I like Theory of the Dead Man. You know, these two thousand man. But they sound the same to me. Yeah. If they just played a song, I wouldn't be able to tell them apart half of them. Right. It's all that, you know. It's cool. It's heavy, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. that what? What are you looking at? Huh? Nothing. Okay. We got Every, everyone's checking on Dave and making sure that. Checking on Dave. We're, uh, checking on Dave. Hey, let's talk a little Dave. bit more about COVID and how it's ruining our lives. Yes. Let's do that. Yeah. That's a fun subject. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's do that for a minute. So that that Gavin Newsom, right? We were talking. Was that this time, or were we talking? I think we saw, we that, talked that was the second time, time that we aired. Okay. So um, the Gavin Newsom story recently, where he's out dining and whining with everyone, and yeah. and uh, he says that he's outside. They found out he wasn't outside. He was inside. He's a liar. They weren't wearing masks. So it it's a, do as I say, not as I do. I think yeah. America's got to say no. We're done now. If you don't think it's that bad that you and none of these people are wearing a mask, then you're a con in us, and you're mm-hmm. in a gang. You're in the mafia, but you're a political. Mm-hmm. Pl- politicians are just as bad as any gang. Yeah, and you could say that even for the police. Sometimes you got to admit. Oh, oh, she knows that. Absolutely. Knows that. Uh, you know. Absolutely. So, so the, and there's a biker gang. There's the drug cartels. They're mm-hmm. all. What are they good at? Secrecy and loyalty. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let you into their little ring. Right. You have to earn that right. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you're almost blackmailed to shut your mouth. Do you think that? Um, for politicians, doing term limits would help. Absolutely. Yeah, Jesse Ventura wanted that. He was a big proponent of, you're all, you do your thing and you're back in the private market. Right. Because then you can't do any more damage. I think the more damaging than these career politicians are than any president could be. Right. You know, you got these Pelosi's and all these people that are 40, even Biden, right. 50 years. What do you got yeah. done? What are you doing besides collecting money? Right. You're a slick talking politician is all they are. Same with Obama. Sorry to tell you that. No, that's he okay. He's slick. Mm-hmm. And boy, is he good. He's a snaky, slick man. Yeah, he's a and statesman. He, oh, he's, he's good. He's, he's, oh, he's, he's real yeah. good. But so is Joe Biden, except he's kind of losing his mind. But, uh, you know, whatever. You're that old. You're allowed to do stupid shit, I uh-huh. think, once in a while. But uh, he's a slick talker, too. He's, right. I love you, and I'm your new dad. Right. Here's a joke I just said at the stage the other night. I said, don't you just, I, what bothered me is that they hadn't even, they don't even have a real winner yet. Right. The press called the winners. Legally, no one has been called president yet. Right. So when they keep telling you, oh, he is, and Trump needs to do this and this and that. Listen, let's let it play out and see what happens. If you're right, I'm probably pretty sure the Republicans aren't going to burn down buildings and riot. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be pissed and we're going to be active. Right. If they lose, they're going to burn down buildings. They're going to riot. Mm-hmm. I, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's, isn't that why they boarded everything up a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I believe so. You know, something interesting happened, um, and this could be checked out. Um 
But it, it appears that, you know, um, President Trump changed his title on his on his website to um, political candidate instead of president. Oh, really? Yes. What does that mean, then? And I, I was going to open it up, say, you know, what do you guys think that means? I think he's one. He's he's ahead of the game. He's like the a great chess player, and I think maybe God has something involved. I do. I really do. There's mm-hmm. divine intervention somehow. People need to know that he's the dad that stepped in when we needed a dad to be hard with us. Mm-hmm. Wait till your dad gets home. You're gonna get your butt beat, kid. And all of a sudden, dad came home, and no one, and we're so rebellious as right. Americans that he had a lot of good ideas, but the way he presented them. The way he talks is not Obama-like. Right. If he could talk like Obama, just think how great, even greater he'd be. But yeah. He, you know. Yeah. But he, no, you're absolutely right. I think, I think the, big, the big, biggest part about him was the turnoff of, you know. The tweets. Yeah. The excessiveness. He needs to just. It's like, listen, shut up already. Just tweet when it's a really good one and you don't, you don't need to do 50 tweets in a row. We get right. it. You're pissed. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's stupid. It's I, childish. I, I don't I like can, it. I can imagine his team around him were probably oh, just going crazy. But, it's like, sir, sir, yeah, sir, go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe that's why they send him to the golf course so much. Yeah. It's like, just go golf. Well, oh, so back to Gavin Newsom. Yeah. So he does that. We're supposed to listen. And then he apologizes. Yeah, sure you are. Shut up. You're yeah. a weasel. And boy, is he a handsome son? He's a handsome weasel. He's he's one yeah, of Canada those. Canada has one of those too. Dead, dead, dead. Just you know, if he was yeah. ugly, he wouldn't get away with that. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Look at Canada. Oh, can- oh yeah, yeah, him right. too. He's a moron. Yeah, they've got but, uh, a pretty boy. How about Lori Lori Lightfoot? She Who, goes out. Who's Lori Lightfoot? She's the mayor of is it Detroit or Chicago? Chicago, I think it is. Let's duck, duck, gray goose. Duck, it. duck, goo, duck, duck, duck. <laughs> oh, duck, duck, gray goose. That's a drink. Duck, duck, go it. Lori Lightfoot. I believe she's the mayor of Chicago. She she was out on the street when Biden was claimed victory, and she had, didn't have her mask on, and they're all dancing around. Oh, she's yelling in the megaphone. Yeah, we're gonna win. Blah blah. Biden wins. No one's got their mask on, and then you know they expect us to wear it. Yeah, there's too much inconsistency here. Oh, let's talk about... Uh, how about Nancy Pelosi at the hairdresser? Yeah, that was dumb. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, you just lectured us. So how are we supposed to listen to these people? It's like a doctor that's smoking that's telling you to stop smoking. Right. You know, I've just... I've had enough of the hypocrisy. Yeah. People need to wake up. And I am sick of saying, let wake up. And, no. She's guys. a 56th mayor of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, she she looks kind of like Beetlejuice in some pictures that they. So oh, she is she Native Native American? Yeah, she's got the big. Yeah, she's. I think so. Okay. I think you're. You know, and then what was I looking into? Tim Walls, his parents were activists. Do they own Walls Rugs? No. I don't no, it's so. just different okay. spelling. I want I want to because uh, I didn't know this about Minnesota, and months ago, Kat and I were we drove. Somewhere, I don't know. It was to me. It was like we drove five thousand miles Ball to get. Truck? No, we we drove to get a dryer, and she took me to the the biggest candy store Bell in Plain. Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the only it, he allowed it to be open, right? Yes. That one? Yeah. And I I was like, what? It was they're open friend. because they're buddies with the governor. 
and nobody and we raised and we, people raised a stink over it but when you're an elite mm-hmm. I don't know people are just apathetic now they bury their heads and they live their lives and well yeah we, we saw that with family members yesterday yeah it was just it's like well, uh, whatever I've given up on I don't want to know yeah. I just I just I'm just gonna it's just like do oh it came saying. up on my feed and I go well, wh- wh- what's your feed from right oh it's on my phone but where's it from yeah, you have to look into your place, into the, the source, yeah. you know. And you know what else I notice? If you're looking for a story that, okay, of course we all have narratives, right? Yeah. If you lean conservative, you're probably looking for the story that's going to help your team. If you lean yeah. the other way, you're going to look for that story and believe that story. That's yeah. just the way it is nowadays. But there is a real middle in there where the truth lies. And those are the hard ones to find. And you have to scroll down Google. I'll say Google, but DuckDuckGo, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You have to stroll down to like the 15th, 20th. Once you get yeah. down there a little further, you might find the truth. Because they're all lined up. CBS, ABC, NBC. Bup, 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 yeah. bup, bup, See, I use, um, I don't know if you use this or not, but I use a browser. It's called Brave. Um, it's not tracked anything and that goes directly to the Pornhub sites it goes directly to Pornhub sites first and then after Pornhub it goes to the yeah but it it gives you the factual data right off the bat because there's nothing tracking you and there are no um, Kat and I have been we've been big on this because we saw what about a month ago now we saw a, a social dilemma. Oh, yeah, have you seen that? I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot about it. It's good. It's, it's amazing because eye opening. Yeah, because the people that actually put on, who created all of the social media, are now um, apologizing. Yeah, they're apologizing. They're going to Congress and saying, "Listen, we need." It's like addictive. They yeah. built it to be an addiction. Yeah. Just like oh, a it's slot destructive, machine. not tell, just addictive. Tell, tell Mike Hunt about the uh, about the little girl. Well, in the you know in the move in the uh, documentary, there was a girl, probably a young teen, you know, and she's, um, you know, you see her taking different pictures of herself, you know, and she's putting them up, and and then she you hear the ding ding and she's checking the dings and looking and you know she's excited because she wants to see how many people yeah. like this picture oh. and um, you know she sees some things you know people are liking and she's smiling and then you see her face get real sad and because um, someone types in yeah but what about those ears you know and um, and basically what you learn in this documentary is that um, the human uh, mind is not made to um, register and and process that much uh, outside approval and disapproval of self because mm-hmm. it's really your own approval of yourself that creates your self-esteem that gets you through life. Mm-hmm. And so this outside pressure has caused uh, an entire generation of girls easily oh. plus um, to be more suicidal, harmful to self. Yeah, so you know, was it two, 2013, the rate, the suicide rate went up yeah. for young girls at the age of, what, 13 to 17 or something silly like that? They don't talk about it, though, do they? they don't, no. You don't hear no, that. No, they don't. No, they don't. You don't hear that. It's a, it's So the whole thing... Sad. It is. It's, it's, it is, like you say, it's... Uh, when you can come to a point, which unfortunately young people don't necessarily come to that point. Now, when I was a kid, I got picked on a lot. Mm-hmm. They used to call me names from in elementary up to 
middle school and then it kind of changed because I started standing up for myself more. Right. And I said, no, nah, I didn't care. I didn't care who I was. I was the goofy guy I am all the time. Mm-hmm. And people would write, stay unique, Mike. You're an interesting fella. And I thought at the time, that's kind of a weird thing to say to me. But actually, it's a good thing. Right. But what I mean is once you can let go of what you care about, what people say about you, the freedom you have. Yes. In your soul and your heart and your mind is just beautiful. You don't have to care what people like you or don't like you, yeah. like about your hair or say about, because what, you know, they're just bitter and angry for whatever reasons they are. Mm-hmm. Let them be and, 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 you know, don't be their friends. X them out and be done with that. But always know that you're going to have criticism right. and that's okay, especially if it's constructive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone says, hey, you could do this better this way or this way and take that. You don't necessarily sometimes like they'll say, well, you should do this joke, Mike. Right. And it'll be just terrible. And I'll say, yeah, that's not bad. But other times they'll say you should do this. That, that's, now that's a good idea. Right. And I'll do it immediately. We'll try it out on the crowd. The first thing. There's, there are probably a lot of people that watch your show and say, I couldn't do that. I wish I could do that. I wish I had the balls to do that. Well, that's you know? the thing is, is at my show, I... I only in a very short time hmm. have been able in the music industry. Right. I mean, I started a band when I was 49 and I'm 50. I was 49 when I started my band. I swear to God. Oh. And I would go to Chris Vox's open mics. Uh-huh. I even tried out for Hairball 10 years ago before Joe Dandy started. Okay. I tried the Aussie character. Well, I fucked up the whole second verse in front of a whole crowd. I never never rehearsed it with the band, never nothing. Just go out and sing it. No costume proper. It was a mess. But it was a train wreck. But anyways, what did I do? I learned. A crazy train wreck. Crazy train wreck. I learned, though. I took yeah. the criticism. I didn't get the job. I was still a roadie at the time for them. Okay. And, oh, so uh, you were a roadie for Harold. I was, yeah. I was on and off roadie, videographer guy. Really? Yeah. I took a lot of footage of them. You wear many hats, my friend. They were really huge. They got even bigger as they went, but I have a lot of that footage. You know that guy, the old man on a stick that I have on the stage? Okay. The guy I hold up? Uh Uh-huh. He was my t-shirt seller. I put the t-shirt on him, and I out in the big crowds, outdoor events, I'd hold that way up in the air and spin it around and sell shirts. Get your t-shirts here! And I was that carnival marker character that's on the Mad Mike stage. That's where that guy was born. At hairball shows selling t-shirts. That's freaking funny. And I would walk through. It was kind of scary, though, I gotta admit. Walking with this goofy costume on, holding this thing up, selling shirts. It was all my idea. Yeah. You know, I could have tried to just walk around and sell them, you know, like some schlub. But no one's gonna see me. So I thought, I need to, how can I get it to... People will see a little higher. Right. This dumb idea came. I took, a, I took a shower curtain rod, and I put together this fake body and put a mask and a head on it and a t-shirt, and spun it around like a weirdo. And, how how many kids do you have? Four hundred. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sally's been busy. <laughs> uh, no, I have three daughters. Okay. And two stepdaughters and one daughter from me and Sally and. Okay. Got, Nine grandkids. Nine grandkids. Nice. You're 50. Yeah. How is that possible? It's not. Nothing. Anything is possible. So, are they so are st- they are they done with uh, dumb dad jokes? 
No, the grandkids like it. You know, my kids don't it's like. like grandpa, <laughs> grandpa's funny. Ah, grandpa, shut up. They like grandpa, and I teach them. You know, I got them a guitar, and they play the pianos and mess around. Which is another thing we share. You play guitar left-handed. Yeah. But with I'm, the strings upside down. Yeah, and I'm right-handed. Actually, you are just fucked. And I don't have a thumb. <laughs> I don't have a thumb to even hold a pick. Yeah, you know what? Okay, can I tell the story? What one? When I met you, and you told me this horrible story, I was I felt bad for this guy. I'm like, I just met this guy, and I'm like, what happened to your thumb? Can and you looked at your wife and you said, can I can I tell him about the shark? And she's she's like, yeah. He goes, so we were in the Bahamas and we were parasailing. and it's actually the, Florida. Florida yeah, yeah. and you're parasailing and the it went too low. Yeah, I was up high and I, yeah. and I could see the shark behind the boat. Yes. And I said, hey, I was pointing down to the shark and they thought I wanted to come down in the water. Right. Because I was, you know, making this gesture. And then the shark just... They pulled me down. I came in and the shark grabbed my arm and twisted and ripped it off and took my thumb they pulled me aboard the boat did you get a refund no and then uh, we went to the hospital (laughs) and the award goes to Mad Mike for greatest lie ever told (laughs) which I bought Oh, he bought it, all right. I bought it, big time. <laughs> I felt bad. I had a tear in my eye, I think. Everyone buys it at the bar. I tell it at the bar, usually, with people that yeah. don't know me. And then but, I don't tell them the real story. Don't tell them the real story. Sometimes I don't even tell them I'm lying. Yeah. But usually I do. And the award goes to... Yeah. You know, cause We're going to leave the real story out there in the ether for people to yeah. just come up to you and ask. Oh, real See if they have the balls yeah. to come up and say, so how'd you really lose your thumb there, pal? The real story is a doozy, too. It'll make your I, skin crawl. I, oh, yeah. So no, we won't... Uh, you ever get the thing where you, like, you just did like this? Yeah. Tense up. Like, oh, yeah, so you're like Tony... I'll just put it this way for you people out there. He shares something with Tony Iommi. I do. Yeah. You know, that's how Tony, Tony oh, Iommi yeah, lost yeah, his fingers. Yeah, that happened in, uh, at work. Yeah. Yeah. In the metal shop. Well, look what happened to him. He turned it into a positive. Have you ever seen the caps that he puts yeah. on his fingers? Isn't that amazing? He turned it into a positive. He's a lefty. Is he? He is. Tony Iommi's a lefty. Know that. Yep. He lost the two fingers, you know, his forefinger and his middle finger on his right hand. And he's a left-handed guitar player. Huh. So he put those, he built those caps, kind of like leather yeah. caps that he uses to play. And look yeah. at him today. So there's wild hope for stuff. all of us. It's wild stuff. That yeah. goes to show you, see, I'm 49, right? Uh-huh. And I, I thought you were 50. A, well, I am now. Okay. I started a band at 49. Uh-huh. I got great players. And, right. I, and I met them at the Open Jams. That's where I met most of them. Okay. Okay. And uh, what are you doing, you guys? What's that all about? She's, she likes no, it. No, don't touch me. No! <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it. You can think you that's what's happening, but I don't um, see it. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 49 years old, I started a band. This yeah. is good news for everybody out there. 
You can do anything you want. Don't be a victim, no matter what age you are. By Just the way, Just don't do it the year that COVID hits. Well, you can leave it. You can do it anytime you want. You take advantage of whatever is put in front of you. Yeah. Um, you know, and you make lemons out of lemonade or lemonade out of lemons. Right? You should. You, you know what? You you'd be good with kids. And I don't like kids doing daycare. I have twelve grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> or do I have 40? I don't remember what I told you. You had said that lying. all the daycares are open. Oh, yes, they are, uh, uh, David Reed Watson. That's oh. a great... Isn't that a great... Uh, I thought that would be a great study because they're always worried about, well, what about all the transmission of schools and kids to teachers, and right? And teachers, teachers are another... Uh, root of money and power. They're beholden to a union. Yes. The union is generally... Liberal and democratic, yep. which is fine. My dad was a teacher. I don't know yeah. why it is, yeah. but and they teach you. It's a lot different teaching than when we were growing up. I mean, the Common Core math is a joke. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if it was put on here on purpose to make us stupider. I do. We're very, very low on the totem pole in the world for yes. for school. We used to be top languages. Yeah, yeah. They come here, math, math, science. So. But but yeah, no. Why don't they do a case study? It's right out there. Uh-huh. Daycares. Not one daycare was closed during the whole COVID period. I find so that very interesting. It's true. So how many kids and how many adults that were in the house or the daycare providers, did they get sick? Did they not get sick? No, you don't hear a study. You don't hear them talk about it. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Not a peep. So they have, what, kids from either all the way from one year old to what, 13 sometimes? Yeah. 12, 11? I don't they know. They were close at first, though, Mike. For and there was bit. such an uproar and stink. Oh, so it was just... So they did open them back up. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they, was and since too. then, it's been... So, yeah, so, so they are open right now. Off subject. They don't, yeah, they leave them yeah. open. It, it's so never included in the shutdown. They could use that as a study, a right. case study. Well, did anyone get sick? Did it pass through the kid? Right. What happened? It's easy to follow. They track daycare centers like they track, right. you know, right? I mean, they're, they have a lot of laws and rules they got to follow. And they're See, on them. What's going on with COVID right now is, is the same problem I have with religion. Um, because religion, you know, I, I when my mom sent me to Bible camp when I was a kid, right? And what they said are these are the laws; these are the laws written by God. But then I started noticing that these laws change. So, same thing that you were just talking about, Cat, with the daycare. It's like because people went in an uproar, they changed the rules. Right. Now, wait, if this is the way it is, and this is what is happening, and people are dying. The rules can't change, yep. but they are changing. Well, they they have to have them still go to work, right? Uh, right. You know, COVID can be passed by surfaces, right? Am I correct? Uh, yeah, like 30 hours or something. Okay, so, yeah. so let's look at it this way, okay? Every day, uh, let's say you go to a store. Who goes to a store every day? Raise your hand. Can everyone out there see us? Raise your hand. We can see Almost, you. Yeah. We're watching Almost you through your every phone. Day. Every other day or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When you go, do you do you touch a credit card pad at a grocery store? Yes. Every time? Yeah. Do you go to the yeah. bank? Yeah. Yes. Do you go to the cash yeah. machine? Mm-hmm. Or the cashier, even? Do you touch a doorknob? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you touch the toilet's Toilet handle? Do you touch I, the sink? I lick the toilet seat. Yeah. He licks it. See, cat. Yeah. I told you. So he does that, and <laughs> I don't. But, did that just turn you on? I was like, yeah, totally. Oh, that's, that's weird. <laughs> really this is weird. Hey, you guys, put your clothes man. back it's on. True. Stop it. <laughs> um, 
But my you point is, fucks. is hey, you can't go to a bar and talk yeah. to someone, which I understand also being close transmission may cause it, but so does the surface. So your stock boy, the lady who just touched the groceries in front of the person that you're behind, right. 50 of them, and all day, and the stock boy, and the meat market guy, and the bank teller, and everyone in between right okay and the money you touch and the credit card you touch and every and you go to a thrift store and the clothes that are on the rack uh, okay so don't tell me I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm done and uh, sadly about musicians is David you know this if you voice yourself against the grain Mm -hmm. especially Hollywood or the elites yeah you get chastised. Like right now, I've been told just recently that you should watch your political posts on your page because people are watching and it turns off a certain demographic that's going to come to the bar. They don't Mm -hmm. even want to come because they know I'm playing at that bar, which I could see being true Mm -hmm. because you can see people not liking Robert De Niro now. And I ain't watching him ever again because he hates Trump and blah, blah, blah. And people are so stupid. Mm. But he took that hardcore that, and you know, and then they, you know, you know what I mean, though. It's like, right. uh, shut up and just act. I, I, you know, act. I heard shut that. Shut up and dance. I, um, I li- my original music that I write is pretty, you know, environmental mostly, but Native American rights and stuff like that. And I've had people say, Dave, just shut up and sing. Yeah. No, it's true. So what is our, as a human being, to me, the morally, because this person, I had a moral dilemma. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but I like to talk about it and I'm trying to warn people and sometimes my posts are religious, sometimes they're good uplifting, sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're dark. Yeah. And sometimes they offend people. Right. It's like my sign at the show. You will be shocked and offended. Mm-hmm. I have it sitting right there, and I usually show the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, you will be shocked and offended. Thank you very much. So, you yes. know, but, and then I thought to myself, well, shit, half the, almost everyone at the bar mm-hmm. that's there doesn't believe in the masks and all that, or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't be at the bar. Right. They would be hiding. Right. And also, I have friends on Facebook which you try to stay off of, you told me, and I yes. understand that, but that are such hypocrites. <laughs> and they go and they argue with people about masks. If everyone would have done it in the beginning, they got no brains. They're just set on their politics, and their politics is mm. their religion. So if they're for Biden and Biden says this, that. If the Trump says it, no. And it's the same yeah. with the religion. That's their religion. Climate change is their religion. Mm-hmm. Masks are their religion. Mm-hmm. What's the other ones? I mean, you could pick up a battle for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Oil is bad. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Right. Does people even understand what oil makes? Everything. Everything. It's a miracle. It's a gift. Yeah. Everything plastic. All your phones. All your CDs. All mm. your TVs. All your cars and stuff in that. I think what it comes down to, Mike, is consumerism. You know, if people want to stop all this stuff, don't consume. Well, they're hypocrites. People are hypocrites. They right. say no oil, but they don't understand how are you going to get to work? How are you going to fly to Florida? Right. How are you going to do this? They don't think. And right. America's the greatest. We're, we've done more for climate change than anyone in the world. Mm-hmm. And we don't get credit because we brain they brainwash our children that we're bad and we're poisonous. But mm-hmm. the truth is, is China is poisoning the air. Mm-hmm. Their whole cities are smoke-filled 
crap holes. Do you remember when uh, people used to wear masks before we started wearing masks? Yeah. I remember they would come over here. I mean, in Los Angeles, I remember they would Back fly in. Back in the 70s. And I'm like, why are these people wearing masks? Yeah, it's because their the environment was already destroyed. And they, they were, yeah, consumerism. Mm-hmm. But as we've gone along, because America always does, we innovate and mm-hmm. we make things better for the environment. Elon and Musk right now. all sorts of that. But in China, mm-hmm. in India, those are the super polluters. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're buying all their product. So are we yeah. just in that loop of a super polluter? What was because that? Because if you're yeah. buying that yeah. and That's they're right. polluting it... Then you might be part of the problem. Yeah, Clinton, NAFTA. I, I remember when uh, NAFTA went through, and again, people out I there, I'm, I don't even understand. You know, I'm, I'm a total center. You know, I, I normally vote Green Party, or you know, or um, independent. But anyway, um, when Clinton passed, He's lying. When, He's <laughs> a staunch, Republican, that's right. This hard is, left winger. <laughs> you would think <laughs> it's all of it. It's a you would well you think as a marine that I'd be hard right, but I'm I'm not. But the I remember when NAFTA went through, and I remember I you know everyone's thinking like all these businesses are going to be forthright and you know fuck no, they all said oh shit I can get cheap labor in Mexico or oh hey what does that go back to. What have I been saying all day? Love yeah. of money. Timothy 310. Read the whole thing. It's a yes. great one. You know, going back to COVID, though, um, I think what the point you might have been making is that everything has been applied so inconsistently. We have not stopped jack squat. Mm-mm. If we ever thought we were, no. we're fooling ourselves. Right. No, no measure no. that we've taken has been uh, thorough or absolute enough to actually make a difference right and and that's why everybody everybody who thinks that this is okay or it's warranted is absolutely out of their mind it's sad that it became political it really did it became political because all trump did is say hydrochloroquine and then everything blew up even worse than it was so usually it takes seven to ten years to create um, an antibody for viruses okay how is it that two companies already came at 95 percent um they already had it they had it in the can well the, the it, patents were were applied for and paid for three four years ago yeah they had it in the can already and they knew hydrochloroquine worked Right. They had to shut that shit up because they're all in the gang, like I said. Yeah. They're not going to narc each other out. Right. You might find one that might defect. Maybe if we're lucky, someone will have a moral compass and come forward. He'll probably die. He'll get shot. He'll get hung. He'll get epstein you know, Remember all the doctors that were oh. um, suicides and stuff like that? Over. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about the negative effects. Okay. So statistically, the realistically over the... You can look it up. Mm-hmm. Suicides are up. We were just talking about this. Yeah. Now I just seen an article. Divorces are up. Mm. And by the way, now all the courts are backlogged because the courts have all been shut down. So should forget about that speedy trial that anyone was going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? You got kids that are committed suicide. They're getting depressed. Yeah. They can't do sports. 
They can't learn properly face to face. They can't be with their friends. You got parents that are losing their jobs. They have to leave their jobs. There's depression there. Uh, there's going to be financial burden that is going to be beyond belief coming very soon. What about when they figure that the, land, the landlords ain't going to pay the bills no more, right. and then you're due six months rent or you're out? Mm-hmm. Then what? Then you think homeless is bad now? Right. I mean, I'm I'm projecting that if it keeps going on. No, no, no. That's a and realistic projection. With all those things I said yeah. about what do We've you touch every the day? We've reached pinnacle. <laughs> what do you, yeah. What do you touch every day? So what's the point of shutting something down? Let's just let it go. Here, every business sign a waiver. If you're going to come into our business, you get COVID, and God forbid you die. What was that's the statistic not, we not read? Problem. Hun, it was fifty thousand businesses, uh, uh, in, small businesses. Summer. Yeah, went under as of this summer. Yeah. So now we're talking months later. And look at all the what it's affected. See, here's more negative. How about the whole sporting industry? Any of that, it's done. Yeah. Right? How about weddings? How about catering? Funerals? Yeah, yeah they're telling uh, you you can't have receptions right. and stuff like that for weddings. Yeah. And you can't uh, even have weddings. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now Route 47, where we go to, mm-hmm. they have a catering business too. Well, how do you think they're doing? That's horrible. You know, and then you got the whole restaurant and hotel industry. Gone. Right. Travel. You, you know, know there, don't tell me that someone yeah. got a cold. 3,000 people in Minnesota, just over 3,000 recently, died since March. Look the statistics up. It's about very similar to what it is. And we, but we, the cases yeah. are up. But that's because you're testing. Yeah. And all your life that you grew up, how many times did you get a cold? Every year, everyone had a cold, right? right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And guess what? It would spread to everyone else. And, oh, John got a cold and he came to work because everyone went to work with a cold. Yep. That's what everybody did. Yeah. And no one complained. But they were pissed if they got sick. Probably got it from you, Karen. You sneezed on the keyboard, you know. Okay, well, whatever, right? So everyone got a cold. No one talked about it. And some people died. They used to say, oh, he died in complications from pneumonia. Right? right? It was pneumonia, pneumonia, pneumonia. That's all I heard all my life. Uncle Phil died from complications of pneumonia. Which is just which is a cold. in the lungs. Right, and it's the same thing. It's very similar anyway. Yeah. So... Some people get the sniffles, like my family. I told you earlier. I don't know if we had that on this cut or not. I think so. Yeah. Was but, it yeah. cut one, two, or it might have been? Well, my whole family two. had it. Yeah. Um, in my immediate family had COVID. Yeah. All of them survived. One, my wife was three days. She was down and sick and tired. Right. She was pretty bad, but she was just didn't have any energy. Right. And a headache. Uh, and she quarantined, did all the proper stuff, always wore her mask, yep. always did all that. Uh-huh. She took every precaution that we were supposed to take every right. day. And she still got it. So did all my kids. Mm-hmm. So does everyone that gets it. How many of them are going, I, I walked into the store without a mask. Fuck them. And then I right. got it. No, the right. people that got it were wearing a mask. I've, I've always said this consistently. It's like, you know, um, just like the common cold. Just get it, work out the antibodies, and and you'll be fine. Well, it's like mom used to say, it's got to run its course. Right. Right? Remember those old words? True. Oh, yeah. It's course, and you'll be fine. I never went to the hospital, ever, my whole kid, childhood life. Right. The only time I was going to go to the hospital, I should be holding this up a little more, I think, Hmm? is I dropped a frozen steak on my toe when I was five. We were trying to bring them to the freezer, and I was carrying, and I broke my toe, I think. Well, mm-hmm. I was seven or eight, and I was crying, and my mom and dad were taking me to the hospital because mm-hmm. it was in such pain. 
And they never went to the hospital for nothing. Nobody went. It was rub some Robitussin on it. Remember right. that old Chris Rock bit? <laughs> rub some Tussin on it. <laughs> Just, yeah, give me some more of that Tussin. <laughs> you do that really well. Yeah. No, but, uh, you know... Uh, so, on the way, they said, well, we can either go to Dairy Queen or we can go get some grapes. If you go to the hospital, you might have to get a shot. I don't oh. want to get a shot. <laughs> so, at that time, I had stopped crying in the car anyway. Right. And I'm said, good. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. And then, them, them old jerks, they didn't take me to Dairy Queen. They went and got grapes. Oh. I didn't even get my Dairy Queen. I picked the Dairy Queen. Well, that was life, though. See, I was a powdered milk kid. Yeah, I was thrift, too. Thrift store guy. I was too. I was we a powdered milk kid. New. And I didn't yeah. care. That's how I knew. I grew up. Mm-hmm. I was happy. I had a great childhood. We lived, kind of had some woods and motorbikes we could ride and stuff, but we were still in the city, mm-hmm. driving down the street. So you, you grew up, what, Minneapolis? St. Paul? Yeah, just a few Fridley. miles okay. north of uh, northeast Minneapolis. So was Fridley... Um, Boonies back then, or uh, it was just beginning to because there was still a place called Pex Woods and okay. people used to party up in Pex Woods. You can even find references from uh, the guys that did uh, like the the uh, Leslie Nielsen movies, all them okay. spoofs. Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. brothers. Well, like they mad, up, mad, mad world and yeah, stuff like that. I don't know, Colin, uh, yeah, maybe. Who did like the the you know nude bomb and the airplane movies airplane and type deals, but they would reference Pex Woods in their movies a few times too. Don't call know. me Shirley. Yes. Yeah. right. So, but uh, that was where we party. That was and then the cops would sometimes go back there, but everyone scattered through the woods. I don't think they come. Is that along would. the river at all? No, that's up on New Brighton, like between New Brighton and and uh, the river. It's more uh, east. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, I could tell you stories. <laughs> yeah, it was probably all part of something at once. But I don't know where was I? Yeah, the COVID's a lie. Right. It's a scam. Let's just yeah. get it out there. Yeah. I think it's the biggest con that the world's ever known. I, I think it's biblical. So um, a number a number of months ago, I used to go to a, a church in in uh, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It was called Agape, and Agape was run by Michael Bernard Beckwith. That also teaches down at Rhythmia mm-hmm. in Costa Rica. And one of the guys that went to Agape with us back then was this guy, Mickey. And Mickey came out with a movie, um, was it the beginning of the summer? Um, which is called Plandemic. I'm not sure if you've heard it or not. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. So a person yeah, I... Per- the church guy did? Well, a, per- a guy I personally know. Okay. Came out with pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was at a crux because I I, I was on the. I've never bought the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, at all. But but then when somebody you knew came out and who you looked and respected, I mean, I'm talking I'm talking about a guy who, when his son wanted to join Facebook, mm-hmm. he he did a whole video with him. You know, he's a videographer. He he said okay. Um, he said to his son, he goes, okay, you want to start a Facebook page? Let's start it together. They started a Facebook page and he, he said, um, ouch, sorry about your toe. I know. It's not sorry about your thumb. Steak. <laughs> sorry about your thumb. All over. I want Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> he said to his son, he goes, he goes, um, so you made your first post. 
How did that feel? And he goes, it felt good. It was, it was nice to say what I wanted to say. And he goes, did a lot of people like it? And he goes, yeah, a lot of people liked it. And it was really nice. And he goes, did that make you feel good? He goes, yeah, it made me feel great. And he goes, what if somebody didn't like it? He goes, oh, I'd feel sad. You know, he gave his son this whole uh-huh. lesson about morality. Self-worth. Yeah, morality. self-worth, morality. And, and he's saying to his son, he, he goes, he goes, you know, what if you just put a post out there and didn't even look at it again? Mm-hmm. Just put it out there for people to read. Could you do that? Yeah, yeah. So this is the guy we're talking about who yeah. wrote Plandemic. And, and... I'm like, this guy is a moral character. Mm-hmm. I know this guy. I mean, anything he's done has been uplifting. So it changed your mind because at one point you didn't know. Exactly. You're seeing both sides. You're wondering. You're looking for the truth. Right. Which is out there. And, you know, but the it, truth has always been inside have, me. I just needed yeah. I needed more validation. It's very, it's very difficult to fight it when every single day all you see is the repeating, 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 COVID, 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 COVID. It's the top news story. It's this and that. But you had the election a few weeks ago, but now COVID's back. And you still yeah. have the election. Is it all just a, 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 a wash or, a, you know? Well, getting back, getting back to the pharmaceutical companies there, I, um, isn't it interesting that they've got a, a, a vaccine already? Yeah, and they can. And, and you know what they were saying during the summer? Watch. They're going to come out with a vaccine right around the election. And they did. And, but they predicted that. And did you know this? Here's a true story. You can look it up somehow. Uh, Biden's team. Duck, duck, gray, duck. Duck, duck, gray. Duck, duck, go. Biden's team met with the Pfizer or one of them the day before the election. Or no, no, excuse me. The day before they released news. Zeus is making his presence known. Zeus, are you with me? Listen up. This is important. So the day before they released it, uh, Biden was there talking to him, his team. And the day after Biden was there, this was after the election, after they announced he won, the press did. They said, oh yeah, we do have a, a cure. And then Biden came out and said, oh, we'll have it out when, right, when, you know, whatever he did. But they didn't tell Trump's team. They didn't meet with Trump's team. Mm. Trump's team found out about that, that it was available now through the media. What I would love, what I would love in this country is that if we all go back to basics and say we are all Americans, right? you know, and I mean, one thing about you, you are sports teams, right? Like sports teams are the people get very passionate and they're against each other. This is my team forever. But at the end of the day. They're, they're comrades. They're, they're friends. They're like hanging out and stuff like that. Same with fans. It's like you might be a Vikings fan, you fucking weirdo. And, uh, you know, I'm a Patriots fan, diehard fucking A. Fuck you, Braden, for, for Brady for going down to Florida. I wish I was a Patriots fan. At least I'd be happy winners. sometimes. <laughs> I've, been, I've been disappointed for 50 years. 50 no, but hey. years of losing seasons guaranteed at the Minnesota Vikings program. My whole life. A lot of different quarterbacks from different teams that have retired. We'll bring them out of retirement and yeah, not have a quarterback. Pain. My whole life was that way. 
up through the through the sixties and seventies when I grew up into the eighties is like. The Patriots never won. Oh, the Celtics shit. never won. You know, the Bruins the never Celtics won. Were good in the seventies. No, no, no. They didn't. They didn't I get good till the eighties. The Dream Team. Yeah, That's when Larry best. Bird came yeah. in. Right. Okay. That, that was the eighties, and they had you know. Whoa, are you from Boston? I'm from fucking Boston. <laughs> What's from it? Boston? Yeah. What the fuck? You gonna drive your car? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Hey, go grab your car. Bring it out around the corner. Go get the car. Yeah, you, this is this is funny about cat. Or get a leash. Yeah, she makes fun of my the way I say leash. I don't know. I won't say it. What leash? Say it again. Leash. Well, he's just trying to say it different now. No, no that's why not. I'm saying that's it. That's how he says it. He says, I get a leash. Don't say. Leash. You know. Okay. So people out there that can't see us. We keep on saying leash, and Zeus is looking at each one of us every time we say it. Like, okay, okay, I'm I'm ready, you know. Yeah, come yeah so yeah, that's all great. I, I don't know. What are we gonna do? Here's the next step. Okay. So here's the deal. Here's my truth. I think I just mentioned this already. Okay. But uh, tell us your truth. They Mike. don't want. The reason they don't want you to gather at a tavern or a bar or a restaurant or a wedding or a funeral or anything is because that's where great minds come together and talk. What's the next move? What are we going to do? Where that's are we right. going to go? The taverns. What's our, what's our, you know, what's our evacuation? What are we going to do when the, when the brown hats come or whatever? <laughs> well, you know what? And that's Thoughts true. create reality. And when we're all together, we're actually creating reality together. And Correct. that's what they don't want us to do. They together. don't want you to do that. They don't even want you at your Thanksgiving dinner because you know what you're going to be talking about? Mm. The daily events. You ain't going to be talking about the turkey. Oh, let's talk about the turkey all day, Bob. No. You're going to talk about the governor. You're going to talk about the government, the COVID, everything and everything that's going on that's affecting your lives immediately. You know, in the in the spiritual world that Kat and I reside in, um, we're both Reiki masters. Okay, Reiki, Reiki, Reiki is energy work. Okay, we have an auric field; it goes three feet, six feet out yeah, out of I've us. Heard, I've heard of that. So, when you're positive and you are in the vicinity of another person, it's most likely going to translate over to them. You've noticed it with people around you. They might be in a shitty mood, right? But as soon as you start joking and stuff like that, all, they start lightening up. Right. No, that's true. You know? So we need human interaction. Yep. And when you're around negative, that's what you're going to have is negative. Exactly. So the people say, always surround yourself with the most uh, uh, well-educated and uh, what's the word? Successful people. You're in the wrong house. Why are you here? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? If you hang around with schlubs and gangs and thugs and losers that are right. always... What, know, what did you call them before? The um, the Demo... Well, the Democrips and the Republic... I don't know. That's Jesse Ventura's book. You can uh, probably... Democrips and the Republic... Public bloods, the yeah. Republic bloods, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. But you know how clever that is, you know, because we've they've got so trained just to to for mindless entertainments, and they put us in our houses alone, where nothing all we're alone. Some of people with their own thoughts for right. the first time, and uh, and then you're supposed to keep that energy up. 
some people just they're just figuring out that they're looking at someone that they just can't stand anymore and that um, that's where the divorce and that they just the really divorces, did, right, that they've right. distracted themselves from the fact that they don't like to be alone yeah. with themselves so that's how clever it is you know okay. so are, are there any states. positive things out of covid yeah i think the positives are that you you know, maybe that is could be a positive, yeah, in a way, a, in a weird a way. Side to it, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, there is a reason you're together, or why you were attracted in the first place, usually. And mm-hmm. it, I'm not saying you have to find that, but you have to accept people for who they are. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. Me and my wife been together for 30 years. So 30 years. Yeah. So listen, it's not all been you know roses and and pumpkins. It's still spice. 30 years. That's so you go up awesome, and down. Dude. You have your ups and downs and you go through, you grow Mm because you go through a maturity. When you're 20 years old, you're a stupid asshole. You're an idiot. And she was a couple years older and she was, had her own quirks, you know? Mm -hmm. So we worked it out. We'd go through periods where it was bad, you know, but we stuck together. And that's the thing. People can't just quit on each other. It's too easy to quit. Stick together, work it out, talk, communicate. And, and accept. Now, if that accepting the person is because they're a drug addict or they're robbing banks, no, I, that's something different. Right. But they might have something you can help them work out, you know, work out mm-hmm. through whatever's going on, stick together, try your best, and don't run away. Because if you're running away, you're running up to the next problem. It's like mm-hmm. buying a used car. I'm getting rid of I'm sick of fixing it. And then you buy another used car, and you got a whole fucking bunch of new problems with the new used car. You know? Grass isn't always greener. Kat and Dave are meeting with their counselor this evening. <laughs> yeah, so I want you two to work out your problems. I want to see you two make sure. Can you we do. put on the suma suits with bats? No, oh, we, just kidding. Whatever works. <laughs> Those are kind of fun, though, aren't they? There's lots of therapies. <laughs> They're kind of fun. That's you ought to get one of those suma suits. Mention that we've got a lot of therapies we yeah. can use, guys. It's by the hour, so we'll do it. Yeah. No, but you you had mentioned this in in the I think the part that did not get recorded mm-hmm. is that we are all therapists in a way. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're all therapists. It was more of a religious thing. It was preacher. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. I consider myself a, a living, working Christian that's working on himself always. Mm-hmm. And I spot when I'm. You could be even be in a car and be pissed off. Fucking asshole, fucking stupid fucker pulled, you know, cut me off. I say, calm down. Right. You know, you can catch yourself. And that's the good thing about Christians. You're not going to ever be perfect. And people get that misconception that, oh, he's a Christian. He's so nice and he's never going to screw up ever. And he's righteous. No, it's not that at all. We're all pieces of garbage. Mm -hmm. We have our moments. And we have our good moments. We have our bad moments. But that's Mm -hmm. what the grace of God is to... You know, you can fuck up and still get to, to heaven as long as you believe in that. But it doesn't have to be a preacher that you go see every Sunday to get through to somebody when you go to that tavern or you go there and they're having down times and you say, well, you know, I did this. Maybe something comes to mind where a Bible verse or something that you worked out through your life that's similar to theirs and you give them a little advice. And that's that uh, you are a therapist at that point. You're a preacher. Because right. you're not always going to get people that go to church mm-hmm. or watch anything. But just this guy with this aura of positivity right. says something that might click in your mind, and may, and that's all it takes. And then all of a sudden, the next time you see him, yeah, I looked into that. That's pretty cool. And it makes your heart go, wow. You know? Yeah, you had an impact really nice. on somebody. Yeah. 
David and I talk about this all the time, just about planting seeds. You know, if you feel strongly about something, Mm -hmm. you don't cram it down people's throat. You actually make an impact if you just plant the seed and walk Mm -hmm. away and let it sit in that person's mind and heart for a while. You know, I think I, I think a big thing with with uh, why I don't go on Facebook and social media is because what I learned a long time ago in advertising was that when you surround yourself with people that only agree with you, it's not going to serve you no. at all. Uh, one thing I, I love about Kat is that she's not like me at all. I mean, she has her own ideas you know her own influences yeah she was telling me all about it yeah you know she's like <laughs> that son of a yeah i gotta i gotta get him over that licking toilets thing that's yeah, kind of weird, weird. <laughs> she has the picture still i, I know but ever it. since we put it in the bidet dude i turn that dial and the water screws up Whoa. turn it up to 11 <laughs> <laughs> goes up my nose <laughs> all the way up and through <laughs> up and through cleanses and... it net clean <laughs> i'm good all right clean I'm good. (laughs) COVID hell. I'm I'm clean. Mississippi. I got me a bidet. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, you better be kidding me. Do you really have a bidet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I'm not going to go to the bathroom. You do. Go try it. Go sit on it. It's it's not mandatory. You can choose. I can choose. So there's a choice. Yeah, there's a choice. You can sit on it. Just so you know, because the the sound coming from the bathroom is always like, oh. No. Oh. I can't. Because I don't, I don't get that. Now, let's talk about the bidet. So then you pull your undies up and you got, it's wet down there. No, you pad yourself off. Yeah. So what's the point? Why don't you just use the toilet paper? No, because it gets, it it gets, it gets all the fibers and all the. You still have to wipe though? The buttock? You have to, the water. So you get the bidet and then you still have to wipe the buttock. Yes. To get the poopy butt off. Yes. Oh, then what's the point? It doesn't make sense. It feels good. Well, maybe in a kinky way for you twos. I don't even tell hey, people Hey, I lick toilets. So, so, come on. Just let, them, just let them sit on it and just go splashing all around. Yeah. Ooh. I think your toilet overflowed. <laughs> Shut up. Well, we know you really like it if it doesn't turn off for like five minutes. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll no. be like, okay, mm. he's enjoying hey, just, that gentle scrubbing. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that the bidet is not a button. Because if Pippin figured out there was a button, oh, he'd, he'd have his tongue out. He'd have his tongue out licking it all the time. <laughs> yeah, don't teach him that. So that you know the smart guy. The, the, quick. To me, the positive things of uh, COVID have been that we've been able to really get to know people. I, I, you know, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I would. Say I think that we've kind of brought in our home. tribe. Yeah, we, we brought in the people that. You so know, for your experience, yeah, it is that. Yes, I would say for a lot of people's experience, they're getting to know their family, which is good. Mm-hmm. Spend more time than maybe. But what are they spending time doing? Are they all on their iPads? Mm. Are they all looking at their Facebooks? When right. you're stuck together, that doesn't mean you're together spending time with each other. You know, Kat and I, we read to each other every night. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We read uh, these read books a, right behind you. Yeah. yeah Do you guys read, read uh, Dr. Seuss? 
<laughs> we could. My Fox mom and socks. Dolls. Yeah. Those are the best. <laughs> we keep it simple. Oh, that's those a game. Are, Forget it. That's, that's just right there with hop guys, on pop. Hop <laughs> on pop. Put your clothes on, you guys. You wouldn't believe what's going on here. Zeus. Out there. You're lucky you don't have video. <laughs> Zeus, stop licking my thingy. And you were trying I'm to talk us in the video. The dog's drunk. Yeah. You were trying to talk us in the video. The cat's a pussy. Hey, don't call my pussy a cat. Oh, cat. That's right. Cat's a pussy and there's a pussy cat. Um, yeah. And the other thing I would say is that you're getting, if you're, if you really want to think out of the box and you really want to self-improve, yeah. you look into this COVID stories. You look into the Epstein's. All these conspiracies, we'll call them. Look in, dig in, find the truth. It's out there. It's easy to find now, easier than ever. But be careful because some of the stories yeah. are going to shock you and you are not that person that can even believe there's such evil. You being a police officer, I don't know how much evil you see and I'm sure plenty of plenty enough to know. I saw a lot of evil in the Marines. Yeah, yeah. and that too, the military. Yeah. Now that's a whole other story, you know, I could I don't want to offend you, but Say you do use the military military as sometimes what they shouldn't be using the military for. Oh, and they agreed. Be putting those kids in the position mm. they're in mm. for some fucking sand and some oil. It's uh, you know back when it, I, I told Cat this, I chained myself to the recruiting depot for the Gulf War after I was out of the Marines because mm-hmm. I didn't believe in it. I, I started going down the rabbit hole and started realizing okay you know Billy Bragg had a song back out in the 80s it was called Money for Oil No Money for Oil yeah and I looked into that and I was like this is an interesting song what is this really about and I started looking at it and started looking at the powers that be now if you look back in time one of our presidents Bush no I'm going back to the 50s okay you know, we're talking Eisenhower. Yeah. Eisenhower said when he was leaving office, oh, yeah. beware of the military the industrial, industrial complex. complex. And that's been true ever since. Yes. See, after World War II, you had America became a superpower because there was no other places, plants around the world that were building. They were all right. bombed. Right. We were the only ones that could make cars, could make products for other countries until they rebuilt. Mm-hmm. So for that 10 years rebuilding, we became the superpower we were. At that point, the fucking scumbags, and Eisenhower knew it after that, yep. they decided we can make money off this. Yep. And then they started going to war. And then then look at you have Iraq. You have 20 years over there. Yeah. For Bush. And there's another guy, Bush Sr., the where was he, he when was Kennedy a, got yeah. assassinated story he was a CIA guy and he, he didn't CIA. say where he was but mm-hmm. everyone in the world knew where they were when that man got shot right yeah. come on come that, on that, hey that, Joe Biden would say come on man right come on man right Right? Yeah. So there's all these conspiracies. You can dig into them. You can find them. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Watch Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory. It was on, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. He's got probably 15 episodes. Yeah. The later ones got a little weird, sketchy, like he did a lizard man one, right. which I thought was weird. But who knows? Who knows what the evil people do in the laboratories when they make COVID-19, supposed, and all these evil things to kill us? That's the military industrial complex. Well, we were we we talked CIA. we talked when you were eating the pizza that you didn't ask for 
Um, <laughs> we're, we were talking about, you know, the the families, like like the Gates family. like uh, Yeah, their history is very yeah, interesting. Eugenics, which eugenics. eugenics was totally about wiping out people that weren't superior. Yep, they would call the other races, they called the black race superior to the white race. Yes. Margaret Sanger, who uh, I think Hillary Clinton might even said that she read or did a paper on her. And I mean, there's so much evil on these people and everyone's turning mm-hmm. a blind eye to the reality. These yeah. are all the things that are right in our face. That And it's like someone lying right to your face and you know they're lying. Hey, mm-hmm. did you eat that cookie? Your hands in the cookie jar, what comes? Right. No. It's a really yeah, great analogy. That is a, that's you a did. great analogy. Because everyone's is. done it. It's true, and there they are, and they lie right to your face, and there's nothing that pisses me off when they lie to my face. When someone lies to... I caught them. Yeah. I know. You're a fucking liar. And then what do you do? Call them out and say, you're a fucking liar? Or do you just say, oh, okay, and you know in your mind, like, this fucker, I can't... So so what do we do in a world where everything is a lie, and we have to go through that whole Rolodex and that paperwork and try and find the real truth? Exactly, it's Kate. Here. Kate, oh, uh, yeah, Kat just said it right here. Oh, it's right here. It's written right in inside heart. of ourselves. In the beginning of time, God yeah. says it's the truth's written in your heart. Yeah, and uh, it, He does. It says it in there somewhere. I don't know where. Paul mm-hmm. used to preach like that. They said he never mm-hmm. knew a Bible verse. He couldn't remember. I think it was Paul, but he would say, "Yeah, it's somewhere in the Bible. Look it up. It right. says this." And of course, he never knew. But who cares? That's why I say anyone can spread the good word or spread good news or be positive. Mm. You just have to choose to do it. There's a book that Kat and I are reading right now. It's called Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. It's very interesting because um, Neil has a conversation with God. And it's, it's it, it, you know, he says he says right in it, he go, he's like, wait, I can't be talking to you because... Nobody talks to you. He goes, what are you talking about? I talk to you every day. Yeah. You just don't listen. It's true. You know? I know all the bad things that I need to get rid of in my life that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's getting pretty personal if I go there. But I've gotten rid of most of them. Oh, yeah. I, I don't need to drink every single day. I used to drink every day. Really? Yeah, all the time. Not all day. Mm-hmm. But I... <laughs> Right, Zeus? I know. Yeah, Zeus drinks water I, all day. I know, Zeus. He's a but good boy. I would, uh, I would drink after work. So seven o'clock, I three, four stiff drinks. Wow. Every single day for 30 years. Okay. My brother passed away a couple years ago. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you. We thought it might have been alcohol related. Well, it wasn't. He died of sepsis. So you know what that is? Septic shock? Yeah, your bloodstream is yeah. um, It gets infected. Poisoned. Yeah. And then it shuts down your liver and your kidneys and everything else. And he was a guy, he never took a pill, never took an aspirin guy, but he was, he'd do drugs. He was crackhead for a while and, you know, partier and all that. But then he just was alcohol pot in the last 10 years, 20 years maybe of his life. But anyways, the story is, is that's when my whole life clicked. That's when I started the band. I changed my mind. I said, time's short. I'm doing this. Boom, boom, boom. I don't even know where I was going with this. What was I going to say? Well, you know, I, I think I think to summarize this whole thing, it's that's the that's the human experience, right? If we start thinking that everybody's perfect, 
It's 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 oh, not going to work. And that's Odell. I was telling you about where I worked on. You know, I had a gambling. I pissed away. I'd probably have a couple hundred thousand in the bank by now, easy. Uh-huh. But I don't. It's like two hundred thousand people have COVID right now. Pissed it all away. Yeah. I don't care about them. <laughs> I don't care about the COVID anymore. You're going to get the cold or you ain't. Some are going to yeah. die. Some ain't. Yeah. People die from cancer. People die from car accident. People die from sepsis. Yes. They die from heat exhaustion. They die from starvation. They die from bullets. They die every single day of the year. We cannot live in fear anymore. We can't yeah. let the media tell us to live in fear. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. You start to get used to it. You start to lose your liberties. You have to wear a mask everywhere go. You have, can't have this anyone at your house. Right. You can't travel. What is this? Was that your only sibling? No, I have another brother too. Okay, yeah, two brothers. I, I lost a sister, so I, I I sympathize with you. Oh, it was painful. Yeah, it was more painful than losing my mother, which is strange to say, but it, it did. It hurt. You, oh, when did your mom pass? About five, six years ago, coming up. Yeah. But Do you yeah, ever lose that loss? Uh, do I ever what? Did you ever lose? A, like, does that ever fade away? No, I don't think it ever fades away. I, I think because um, the reason I'm asking is because Cat and I are both, you know, we we both have parents that are elders. Yeah, yeah, in their eighties, close to their eighties. And you know what? That's the other thing about COVID. Well, you know, you're gonna you just learn to live with it. That's all. Right. Every day gets a little easier. Right, I mean, it is like yeah. At else. first, it was really, really, really hard. Um, I was like losing my mind, and yeah. Right. And now uh, I'm just down to like one meltdown. Of, I don't know, once a month or so. Once a month. Yeah. You don't melt down much. You're yeah, you're no. very rational. You got, your parents are still rare. alive, both years. Moms and dads. What? Yeah, your both alive. Still yeah, alive. they're both alive. Okay, my dad is still alive. Okay. And yeah, my he, he should have been the one that left. He's mm-hmm. had like blood cancer. They were supposed to have five years, and he's been up like 12 years now with the blood cancer thing that should have killed him. Yeah, my dad, Kat, met both my parents um, on our motorcycle ride up. My dad, actually, my dad's, he, he, we had him on the radio show, and my dad started riding motorcycles when he was 70. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? You just, you, you try it. You do what you yeah. do. It take a risk and reward. America's built on risk and reward. Which is a it beautiful is. thing. It is. And if you don't take the risk, there's no reward. You can't blame people that yeah. you didn't try. Try it. And if you fail, it's okay. Failure is great, actually, because you learn. What What is your heritage? Uh, we're like Norwegian, Dutch, French. Okay. That type of deal. Okay. Last name Frank. It sounds uh, Jewish. Or, or I was going <laughs> to say French. French, yeah. I was going to say French. Yeah. But that's from what I know. Who knows? Maybe my lineage is something else. But honestly, you know, my mom was an orphan. So she, you know, she only got to know her parents later mm-hmm. in life when she was older. And, you know, born in 37. Okay. But, uh, no, my brother was harder. That was a tough one. We were pretty close. So, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. yeah. that's that, that's that's that, that's definitely that's tough. Like, yeah, my my sister. And he was, oh, you know, he was. If he, he would have been alive during the COVID, he would have said, "Fuck this COVID shit." Yeah, that would have been his attitude. He loved Trump too. Yeah, he loved him because he just, yeah, you know, fuck you, politicians. Yeah. I just I just want the people of the world out there to know that, you know, my loathing for Trump does not equate my passion for this country. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, or the lack of passion for That's my right. country. You were at the show. Oh, you were at the show when Joe came up, the sound guy, mm-hmm. and I made the speech. Or did you leave at that time? I think Kat and I left. We had to go do groceries for. They had to go the touch. family touch for each my- other. Mom, my dad and stepmother that are they caught him in the parking lot having again doing stuff out there. I was I was I was snorting coke on the hey, toilet. Heavy petting ain't cuddling. cuddling. <laughs> it's not the same. Oh, and he all was this snorting, time he I was snorting was. something on on her belly <laughs> <laughs> every night. But my speech was for Joe, and I planned this out because Joe is very liberal. Very liberal, mm-hmm. but he also doesn't like uh, both sides. He's like me; he hates both sides. Mm-hmm. But like whoever's in charge, he's mad at at the time or whatever. But right, his posts on Facebook are liberal, and Trump he hates them. Mm-hmm. I don't really post a lot about I love Trump. It's not me, but I will mm-hmm. post stuff, you know. Not right. Anyways, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so I brought him up, and I said just like you were saying just right now. I said. And a lot of people there, so I want to make this point. I said, ladies and gentlemen, me and Joe, we have very different political ideas, Mm -hmm. but we get along and we talk to each other. We love each other and we respect each other. And we don't let politics infect us like a disease. Mm -hmm. I said, we're here for joy and fun and music and happiness and to forget about all them scumbags. Right. So I says, no, whatever side you're on, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. You're yeah. American first, and you know, God bless us all. Let's get along and let's have some fun. And mm-hmm. this is what brings us together. Right. Not. Don't worry about what's going to tear you apart. Mm-hmm. Worry about what's going to get you together, because that's the most important. Thing. Yeah. True. If we if we don't, we're going to end up in another civil war. <clears throat> so we talked. Yeah. You know, that was. I thought it was a nice little. That's beautiful. I wish I was there for that. I'm sorry. You know, and the crowd plotted, and you know, got my point across. Right. And he sang his song. And, that's which is important. It's important for us all to recognize our differences and our similarities. Mm-hmm. You know that, that's very important, and that only happens in community. Um, I and I'm a firm believer in this. I know that, and I, I try to stick with this. Anything that I do post on Facebook. I make sure that it's something I could say to someone's face. If I was standing right in front of them, would I say this to them yeah. personally? And I, so far, I've stuck with that. I mean, of course, we've all strayed at some point and got mad at something or whatever. None of it, we're not perfect to err as human, right? Yeah. But for the most part, doing that is, is very important. It's very important for the human interaction. That's right. You know, um, and that's the importance of live music. Yeah. You know, this, I, I know we don't want to talk to, talk about COVID anymore, but it's imperative that we get back to some structure of live music mm-hmm. because music brings people together. That's true. Music, comedy. Yes. And, right? Pulls you out of that left brain. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, What's the next step, though, see? Where are people going to communicate and talk? You can't privately talk on Facebook. No. Because it's there for the world to see. Yeah. And if you post, we're going to go have a rally down wherever. Now they seem to be taking that stuff off of the... Mm-hmm. Off of there. Off of Twitter. They're taking the opposition's, you know, the freedom of speech. 
mm-hmm. which is a different, a little bit different subject, but uh, mm-hmm. it's all intertwined. You know, I was I was talking to Cat about this um, earlier. I have a friend out in Lo- out in Los Angeles. His name's Dolphy. You know, Dolphy is an Auschwitz survivor. He's 95 years old. He went. He was in Auschwitz with Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning. And the similarities to what is happening now, to what happened then, you know, when they're talking, telling people to snitch on their friends. Right. Well, they did that in the ghettos um, with the Jews. Yeah. You know, these Jewish folk would snitch on the bad Jews. Yep. And we have to be very, very weary of that. Yes, and that, and then another story, the same line. They would snitch on them, and then they thought, well, they're not coming for me, so I'm going to snitch on them. And they'd snitch on them again. Suddenly, they were coming for them, yeah. and there was no one to come and help them anymore because they had snitched everyone out. So you keep, you know, like... Mike Brady said, Cindy, when you tattle on yourself, <laughs> when you tattle, you're really tattling on yourself. Cindy Brady. Remember that episode? Brady Bunch? <laughs> wow. That is some deep insight from the Brady Bunch. Was Alice in the room at the time? No, that was, uh, I think she was in the bedroom and Mike and Carol were in bed and, or something. Uh-huh. And he said, because she kept coming in, Bobby's doing this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And he said, Cindy, when you tattle on yourself, or tattle, you're really tattling on yourself. It was a tattletale one. Anyways, it's the tattletale. So pretty soon, there's going to be no one to help you, because they're coming after you next. I don't know, maybe that didn't even tie in properly. You know what? Uh, to this, this is a perfect closer. I mean, honestly, that, that, those are great words. It's like... Whatever you say is really you're pointing the finger at yourself. Yeah. Well, the old saying, three fingers are pointing back. <laughs> three fingers are pointing back. And how about the, the verse where, uh, how can you help me when you have a plank in your own eye? How are you going to help your brother if you have a plank in your own eye? You got to take that plank out uh-huh. to help him pull the splinter out of his. You know, you're blaming them, and I don't know. Is that wrong context? No, uh-uh, no, no. That's yeah. an absolute, it is the saying. For How sure. are you going to help your brother when you've got your own problems? Right. You know, when you're the doctor and you're smoking cigarettes, and you're telling them to stop smoking. Right. So, Mike, what are you going to do for the four weeks off? I've got to catch up on my masturbation. Mm-hmm. I've got that's important. Four hours a day scheduled in. Yeah. <laughs> Cat, Cat does that for me. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to wash my fish, take my snake for a walk. Oh, that's masturbation. Again. <laughs> I was going to say, you haven't changed the subject at all. It's, it's still the same. No, I'm going to, we're probably going to practice, add a few more songs with the band. Cool. Try to make a couple bucks and hustle up some money somehow. Yeah. Uh, my stucco season's ended, so the construction season's gone right now. Mm-hmm. The food delivery season's still available, and I've got my own company, but I've got a lot of competition. Now, I could do, still do the Uber Eats and all that, which actually a lot of people are doing, mm-hmm. unemployed people. Now, there goes back to that, what I was going to say, touching surfaces. Sorry, we... I, no, no. What about the Uber driver that brings your food? Is he sick? 
Do we know? What he, about the chef? It doesn't matter because he food? wears a mask. That's oh, right. Yeah, that's right. right. Doesn't he matter if he pulls it. down his mask and picks his nose. He's what about still uh, you know? What about the, the pizza guy? What about uh, uh, what about Amazon and your package? What about the UP? What about the mail? Someone just said that a friend of mine that like forty of them in the mail service in Minneapolis are sick with COVID. Well, they, were they mm. were they delivering mail? What's going on? I came out and touched my mail after she sneezed. Hmm. You think she had her mask on when she was in the truck, or he? Hmm. Or did he just sneeze his snot all in his mask? Shut up! I'm so tired of these idiots. Well, there is there is no way to say that we have actually done anything. No, and that that should end <laughs> it. And people need to not live in fear. They need to wash your hands. Right. And if it were up to me and I was governor, I'd say, take the masks off. We're opening everything. We're done. The restaurants can have you sign a waiver when you walk in. Mm -hmm. Sick people, please do the responsible thing and stay home. Right. And if you are sick and we don't know, this is the way it goes. We're rolling the dice. Come on in. We're open till midnight or open till two or whatever. Right. Right. Sign this waiver. I'm not responsible if if you drop dead. Right. Just like I'm not responsible if you drop dead of cancer, or you fall mm-hmm. in your shower, or you get in a car accident on your way home. Or you get a nasty cold. Or you get a nasty cold. Right. Now, if you eat a bad burger, and you get sick, you know. It's different. A little different. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you can prove it, how are you going to prove it? I don't know. They have mm. ways. Do they? Mm-hmm. I suppose if a lot of customers were sick or they something. Can they can test could... actually your, the contents of your stomach and okay. find a bacteria. and you know. Do you think people even do that, though? They Some just, people They're do. sick and they poop it out and they're done for the day. <laughs> they're going to run and sue them for I whatever. Think, I just don't know. I think know. it depends on how severe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, remember, yeah. Who was getting sued? Sal Manila. Yeah. Sal, I remember Sal. Sal got sued. Sal got sued. <laughs> You have McDonald's, we have McDowell's. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Someday I'll, I'll be... You have the golden arches, we have the golden arcs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you have McGuckins. That was a... Uh, see, I always... She calls... What's the name of the... Um, Menards. Menards. I call it McGuckins. McGuckins? Yeah. Is that the one out in... It's the one out in Colorado. Okay. McGuckins. And it's got... It's green, just like Menards. And I I just... I call it McGuckins. What about this uh, Hardee's Carl's Jr. crap? Uh, They got the same logo. You know? Or it's Carl's or... Depending on where you go in the country. Right. If you go, I think Colorado is Carl's Jr. If you're here, it's Hardee's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh Uh-huh. There's yeah, Hardee's was East Coast, Midwest. Yeah, you're right. I don't get it. Yeah. Why? What's going on? It's like, because you have McDowell's got, and we have McDonald's. They got like egos. One guy said, no, exactly. we do I'm Carl. Well, I'm Hardy. Have you ever, did you see the movie? Uh, um, who is it? Tom, was it Tom Hanks that played the part um, of, uh, oh, geez. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. It had to do with the burger joints. And how it's how it got started. Oh, the McDonald's thing. The um, was yeah, it Ray Crockett or something. Yeah, that, was yeah. It that? And he played Ray Crockett. Was it? I it, didn't see it. No, I uh, didn't. I'm sorry, it wasn't Tom Hanks. It was um. I was um say everything with Tom Hanks. No, no. <laughs> no, it was um. It was in the Burger King movie. Yeah, Tom it, Hanks. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Burger King. It, it was. It was the one about McDonald's about yeah. the Croc Crockett. 
What an asshole he was. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Was he? I didn't see it. Oh, my God. Watch it. Well, he was, you know, that's a lot of businessmen that are successful are ruthless. Yeah. So. And they, and shouldn't they be giving more money out? But they don't even, all they need is people to serve. They don't even, they could do everything by automatic now. So when they ask for a raise for their $15 mm-hmm. hour, all the company does is build a kiosk where you can type in your number or your order, you know, and they lay them off. As a as a last question before we end this, yes. If you were false, pre- <laughs> you won. If you were the president of the United States, uh-huh. in your wise wisdom, hmm. what would you do? Same thing I'd do if I was governor of a state. I'd open everything up, and I'd say it's risk and reward. I'd say all nursing homes are open. If you want to visit your loved one, wear a hazmat suit, have them sign a waiver, just like everywhere you go. I bet your grandma would say, yes, please. I want to see my grandkids and my kids. Of course. I've lived in this fucking hellhole for now for six months by myself with these people that don't really care about me. I mean, they do, but they don't. A lot of them are foreign people, by the way, and they're underpaid. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's because they're foreign, it's bad, but it's harder to communicate. Mm-hmm. And with her, an elderly person sometimes, you know. And uh, I'd say, let's roll the dice and let's get back to work. That's what I do. I'd say it's a cold, it's overblown, and the statistics don't match the shutdown and the blanket response. Right. It's, that doesn't make sense. And go ahead and you can hate me. I don't care. You know, I just don't. I'm over it. And if someone dies, God forbid, that I love of COVID, I'm not going to say, oh, I was wrong. I'm not going to say I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say you knew the risk. You know the risk all the time. The risk is every year. It's been every year. Now it's the fear is more dangerous. Fear and hate, anger, suicide, depression, mm-hmm. starvation. I mean, well, oh my God. So now I'd say let's roll it. Let's go. I would immediately. Effective now. My but fr- how could you do it though? Because the states would have to follow suit, wouldn't they? I mean, they they can't just they they have to make their own minds. Remember, this is the United States, but the president doesn't have that kind of power. Right. It it's, it, the it, governor. It, it takes every state to make their own decisions. So yeah. you would do that and then all the Republican states would open up and then people would see but as you would see the news media would keep attacking mm-hmm. me and they'd lie and they'd cheat and they'd steal to try to get yeah. you to buy into whatever propaganda they have I'm just an honest guy I want the best for everybody but I do understand that there's risks that we're gonna all have to take every time you walk out the door like I said everything you touch at the store has been touched by who knows what mm-hmm. and where and they're not cleaning them every time I think Chuck Chuck D said it back in the 80s. He said 13 channels of shit. And it's true. It's like, don't watch the news. Do not. If you turn off the news, yeah. which I have been lately. Good for I, you. I've, I don't watch it because all it is is the same thing. Bash mm-hmm. Trump COVID. It's been like that for four years. Mm-hmm. And I'm a racist, homophobe, and this and that because I vote for someone. You put me in that position. Mm-hmm. I love all people. Right. I've hired, I've worked with all kinds of people in my 
construction business. Mm-hmm. I know all, I don't have a bunch of friends from different races, I'll be honest, but mm-hmm. I have a couple, and I love them, I trust them, and they're good people to me, and I'm mm-hmm. good to them. Because right. I know them, and I most people are good people. Most people want Inherit, to right I, I believe the same thing. All, think, most people are inherently good. I think there's just a handful, and they're the loudest right now. They're the loudest. Mm-hmm. You know, they're loud, they're obnoxious, they're dangerous. Maybe they're paid off. Maybe they're just angry. Right. Maybe they're depressed. Maybe they're possessed. I don't know. Mike Frank, thank that you. That's a good way to end it. Thank, <laughs> oh. Thank you. They're never thank you. Tune in again. <laughs> yeah, thank no. you, Mike. Yeah, thank, <laughs> you. Hey, thank awesome. you, guys. I appreciate you. I, I wish I could have been a little more funny, but it's serious time. Sometimes there's time to be serious. Well, sometimes there's time to be funny. So you'll be back at Route 47. We hope to be back at Route 47 coming to December. Okay. Uh, but it's a four week shutdown, so that would put us in the middle of, you know, almost Christmas time. Okay. If they reopen it. Mm hmm. He's going to have to make the decision if the governor says we can only open 25% again. Will he do it or mm. not? I don't know. That's a big place. Look, Think of the lease on that place. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and they, they shut down all the food delivery, everything. Everything's closed completely. Mm. So they've got the one Route 65. If you're ever in Minnesota, check them out. Where's that at? Uh, that's up in northern, uh, north, I believe it's Ham Lake. Okay. Ham Lake area. Is that where ham beer came from? Ham's the beer refreshing hams. No, ham's beer came from Minnesota though, somewhere. Okay. Yeah, downtown is Minneapolis or St. Paul. Is it at St. Paul? Maybe no, there's St. a Paul. Schmidt. There's a Schmidt brewery. What else? I thought it was a hams that was down on West Seventh. It could be. I don't know. Yeah, maybe do you it's the Minneapolis. Commercials? I don't know. I no no I don't. Yeah, it was a bear cartoon and it was iconic back then. No, but the only commercial Good advertising. I, the only commercial I remember in Boston was for Prince Spaghetti. Never uh, heard of it. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. No, <laughs> just like I haven't heard of hams. <laughs> but you know, we had we had a um, well, this summer we had a big yard sale, and this guy came up to me and and he's like, "Got any ham stuff?" I was like, "What?" He's <laughs> like, "He he collected hams." Yeah beer signs and stuff like that mm-hmm. and now every time I see these signs it's like man I wish I had this guy's number because now I'm running into all kinds of hams memorabilia everywhere yeah yeah there's you ever watch that American Pickers oh yeah okay my yeah. buddy Bob from Hairball uh-huh. he's, uh, Frank Frankie Fritz he's good friends with them he goes and sees their shows and goes backstage with them and all this oh wow so I was thinking of pitching Maybe see if he could help us get a pitch, a show, which I might talk to you privately about. Okay. So we don't give everybody out there the millions and millions. 10 million. 10 million. 10 million. Yeah. Watching and listening. We don't want to give them any ideas to take from us. No, 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 no. We'll keep this uh, a secret. Shh. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Coming back next year, hopefully. Yeah. uh, Or next December. Or this December, I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. And we hope to get you guys back up. And I think you should do a show where there's cameras, David. You two are good looking enough. I do a, a show we'll where... We'll start in the bedroom. Good looking I do enough. a skit. I do a show called Droll Show, too. It's on Facebook. You can check that out. Droll it's Show? Droll Show. It's comedy. 
How do you spell that? Comedy Rock and Roll. D-R-O-L-L-S-H-O-W. Facebook. It used to be on YouTube, but six of the videos got taken off. Someone was offended by them. Wow. So we do some other stuff. I do a funny doctor skit where I talk about COVID right when it first started. Okay. And I do a thing where they could cure, can't cure cancer, but they'll cure the cold. And I just get real wild and crazy. And with a bunch of, yeah, you'll see it. Droll show. Droll show. Yeah. Love it. It's definitely kind of, check it out. Not a ton of fans yet, but you know, we'll see whatever. So, um, you're so we can find Troll Show on Facebook. Troll Show, Mad Mike's Funhouse on Facebook. Okay, Mad Mike's Fun uh, Open Mic on Facebook. Okay, and then yeah, that's it. Well, that's get, enough. I don't that's get good people enough. bugging me with that. I don't know. I and here's his personal number. Oh. <laughs> and my number. Is, what's your number again, David? I don't tell that. I'll put David's number out later tonight. Yeah. Give him a call and. It's, Discuss your grievances. Yeah. Fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Imagine having... I mean, the, the percentage value, right? Imagine if you had 10 million viewers or listeners and 1%. How many, how many is that of haters? 1% hated you. That'd be like... 100,000. Yeah, exactly. Imagine 100,000 people <laughs> hating you too. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, like you got to be able to take the heat. I can take it. Um, Bring it on. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's fine. They can have opposite views. Yeah. I don't mind that. But don't need to be rude about stuff and brass and no. violent and crazy. No, you know, be human. Yeah, you be know, human. We can, uh, we can be funny about it. Yeah. Usually, when I argue with people on Facebook, you ever see that meme where it says, "Nothing like Facebook to argue with people about politics all over the world" or something. You know, I don't know, something <laughs> stupid like that. But I get in sometimes, well, like a Stephen Colbert. Yeah. I have his, I don't even know why I have his thing, but his thing pops up on my thing. When I used to like him before Trump, I thought he was funny. Yeah. But all they do is bash. It's the whole 15 minutes of every show that's late night show now is just bash Trump for 15. Well, like every, every comedian, funny. that's like, the, that's. A, and I like, yeah. I like political humor in that. But when it's every night for 15 minutes or 10 minutes of the monologue, yeah. it's like. Guys, there's other stuff going yeah. on you can make fun of. He's Canadian too, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I think Stephen I Colbert's Canadian. But yeah, I'll get in arguments. I'll say something about Colbert and the joke. I'll say that joke's older than your toupee or something, you know. Mm -hmm. People come on and argue with me. He don't wear a toupee. And boy, they get pissed, man. Yeah. Watch yeah. watch the social yeah. dilemma because stirring the pot. Yeah, definitely watch the social dilemma because I I'll tell you right now, the reason Colbert is coming up in your feed is because of the algorithm. Which has nothing to do with people. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you about that. But it's it, it's <laughs> It's um, what they planned. It's planned. The algorithm is there to keep you online. Yeah. To keep you interactive. Sure. Dumb, distracted. Like a slot yeah. machine. Yes. Exactly Ding. like a slot machine. Look at the noise. Ooh, that's pretty. That's right. Do you know how many people lose money in Las Vegas? All of them. Everyone. And, you know, the, the thing when you live in Las Vegas, we don't have taxes there. They no. don't. The people that live there don't really gamble. I notice. No, no, we it's don't more gamble. of a. And no. if they do, they go to the. What do they call them? The locals. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the odds are better, and they just have I, drinks. And we just don't. Whatever. We we'll gamble for fun. It's like yeah. penny slots or something like that. But anybody that lives in Vegas knows that, and it's kind of a sick disease thing because 
we're living off of everyone's loss. Yeah. And that's... Well, that's risk and reward. See, that's one of the things I had to conquer is gambling. I would go every week with my wife. We'd go for like 20 years back. Right. And I was rolling in the dough. I had a stucco company. We were making 100 grand a year once in a while, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, for a few years. And then I pissed it all away. Mm -hmm. Every fucking week we lost four, five, six hundred. Think about that. Every week, six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four hundred a month times twelve months. Well, geez, where's your money? You know, dummy. Mm -hmm. I could have had all that in the bank right now and I'd have none of it. So I curbed that. I never went to a meeting, never Mm -hmm. did anything. I lived the glory to God. cold, cold, Cold turkey? No, no. I still gamble. But I control myself. Mm. So I'll go with $100. Once the 100 has gone, it's gone. That's it. There ain't no going to the cash machine. There ain't no nothing. Yeah. You know what I would do in Las Vegas to friends friends of mine that did that? I'd say, give me the $100. And I don't like going to casinos anymore. My wife yeah. could sit at a machine for 12 hours. Mm. And she has. Mm. She usually actually wins, to be honest. But it's a losing proposition. But me, I lost all the time. And it just got out of hand. Finally, I said, I hate losing and I'm sick of it. And it, it took me to the point of being so fucking pissed at losing mm. and pissing away my money. Well, good for you for conquering that. Yeah, and wow. It's, uh, no, um, it's, it's not easy. No. Yeah, we talk, Kat and I talk a lot about... Um, Different uh, addictions. Yeah, and addictions. And it's all that dopamine, that win. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could win, is. but put it all back to try to win again instead of just walking away. And yeah, that's hard. Nice for Kat. That's hard. Some jewelry or something, right? But no, you pissed off. Right. She'd be wearing all this fantastic jewelry if I wasn't addicted to gambling. (laughs) Poor girl. Nah. Stupid. I don't don't know why she. I just need lots of cuddling. I can. I can cuddle. I bet you can. I can. I'm a super cuddler. I bet. And so why don't we wrap this up so we can go cuddle. Uh, I got to get out of here. <laughs> thank you, Mike, for being here. It's yes, going to be. An, thank you. It's been an awesome show, and uh, it's great to get to know you. And um, yeah, till next time. Thank you very much for having me. And you guys are very pleasant to be around. I had to say, I didn't know what to expect. I expected you're going to be horrible people. Very <laughs> terrible. And of course, the pizza with the pineapple. I'm yeah. going to let it go. <laughs> I did Thank eat you. it. So I'm, I, I got to say, I like And the it. breadsticks. I liked it with the garlic. Dip yeah. Pippin licking Papa the breadsticks and stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, everyone. <laughs> We had a great show. Uh, thank you, Mike Frank, for coming in this evening. Um, again, next week, make sure you tune in Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on tapdetroit.com. What did you think, darling? Oh, I think Mike is an awesome guest. Very funny man. And uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but he has on Facebook, he has a a series of videos. It's called Droll Show, D-R-O-L-L-S-H-O-W. A series of funny videos, uh, comedy videos that he does with uh, with others. And they are (laughs) completely... They're insane. Inappropriate and (laughs) not fit for any, but funnier than hell. That's right. (laughs) Worth checking out if you want to, if you want to laugh. 
I'm going to continue with an old tradition. When I left uh, Radio Vegas Rocks in Las Vegas, I used to end my show each night with this song that I wrote called With the Beating of Your Heart from the Dream World album. The band is Rage of Angels. See you next week, guys. See ya. See ya.